0: What's going on everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Primetime Sports Podcast, hosted by Joey Miller. So here I am, back with another episode here with the sports guru, Mike Hurley. We're going to give a whole breakdown here of our quarterbacks in the NFL, 1 through 32, give our hot takes of where we think each quarterback's going to end up by the end of the season. Here he is, the man himself, the sports guru, Mike Hurley. How are we doing, Mike?
1: What's going on, Joey? Ready to do this again, year number two of the annual quarterback list.
0: Here we go. All right, so 1 through 32 last year was obviously a ride. We got some right, some wrong. That's just how it goes, Right. So this year we're going to go same format. We're going to rank them one through thirty-two, and we're also going to do the same thing. We're ranking the of where we think guys are going to end at the I end think, of the season. Yeah,
1: how we think they're going to end up by the end of the year? Right?
0: Exactly. So it's not the way things stand right now. Sometimes you're going to think a guy right now is probably fifteen, but you see him being in the top five by the end of the year.
1: That's just the way. And it goes. all the rookie quarterbacks haven't played yet, so it's not really a fair list to rank them how they are right now. Exactly. Yeah, no you one you knows. See a
0: little bit. Yeah, absolutely. That's just how sports you know go in general. You never know before a season starts what's going to happen. So. We'll start off 1 through 32, and then at the end, we'll give our division rankings and where we think each team's going to finish in each division, and then we have a couple segments at the end as well, and even have a guest submission as well for a quarterback list. We had a fan reach out and send us their list, so we'll break down that list as well uh, at the end. So we'll start off here, 1 through 32. How do you want to do it? Do you want to go top five, top 10 each, like, like we did last year where you list your five, I list my five? Yeah,
1: listen, go, go top five, and then uh, finish off the top 10, and then we can just kind of rip through the rest of the list.
0: Okay, start with top five? Okay. Here we go. So 1 through 32 quarterbacks. Do you want me to start first?
1: Yeah, yeah. Ladies right. first.
0: <laughs> okay, I'll start with mine, I guess, first. We'll start off with my top five here. Number one, I think we'll probably both be similar in this regard. Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs quarterback. I think everybody's probably going to have him number one, so it's not really a hot take there. But if you look at what he's been doing over his career, he's just dominated year in and year out. So number one for Mahomes. I know you've not, not been a big Mahomes guy, but you do respect I
1: got, I got Mahomes number one. So
0: Okay. Spoiler alert. Okay, there we go. So at least you're not gonna wait to hear that. All right. So he's got Mahomes at one. I got Burrow at two. Uh, if you look at the weapons he has, obviously Mahomes last year too, even lost Tyree and he still put up great numbers. You look at the weapons that Burrow has and the numbers he put up last year. He's gonna have an even better this year, year this year I think as well. Uh, when you have Jamar Chase, T Higgins, Joe Mixon, you're throwing to weapons left and right. Tyler Boyd as well. It's another guy I know that you're a big fan of. So there's my one, two there. Number three which you can give your input and bar if you want for a second know you want to say something. No, no, like
1: I'm going to finish out my top five after you.
0: Okay, all right, I respect it. All right, so there's my one, two, my number three which some people – it's going to be a hot take, too, which I know me and you, we both kind of feel the same way about this quarterback. Trevor Lawrence is my number three quarterback in the NFL. this season's over. I think he's going to take the biggest step up this season. If you look at the weapons he had last year, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Travis Etienne, this year he adds a Calvin Ridley, which is a huge add. You get a wide receiver, one of Calvin Ridley. I think they're going to have a great duo there this year between Ridley and Trevor Lawrence. I think Lawrence takes the biggest step up in the NFL this year among quarterbacks. I think he's going to be right in the upper echelon. I think he was in the upper echelon, anyways, last year. I saw him in the upper echelon last year. But now I see him going even higher. I'm the third overall quarterback. How do you feel about T.L., though? Which I know we'll get uh, there in a second big, with you. Big,
1: big Trevor Law fan. I
0: right know. We've been fans of him since the, the Clemson days. The Clemson Saturday nights, you know, watching him play You know, and dominate the ACC. Uh, so this is my one, two, three, four. I got Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar's going to have a very good year this year. Hopefully he stays healthy. Last year, only played 12 games, unfortunately, which that was obviously tough for the Ravens. Without him, they just weren't the same team, even though Tyler Huntley did keep them in some ball games Ball games, thought him in there. But I think if you look at Lamar, though, this year he adds Zay Flowers, obviously Odell as well, which you know I'm a big fan of both Odell and Zay. Nelson Aguilar as well. I know it's a guy you're a fan of as well. So uh, they're, they're going to have more weapons there around Lamar Jackson for once, which he's been needing help there for years at wide Receiver. So that's obviously good to see. And J.K. Dobbins back healthy uh, too, which would be great for the offense. Now my fifth quarterback, which – I could go on all day, which I have stats upon stats here where I could talk about this quarterback. And everybody knows who uh, I'm a fan of in football. I'm a Giants fan. So it shouldn't come to surprise to many here that I have Daniel Jones here as my fifth quarterback in the NFL after the season's over. It might be a hot take.
1: I'm shocked that he was this low on your list.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think when you look at it, Daniel Jones last season, I had him already like top seven or eight last year at the end of last season. I saw him already in the top seven, eight range. Then when you factor in the Giants, what they added in this offseason, they got a more, threat, more threats, speed threats around them. So you add in Paris Campbell, Jalen Hyatt, Jameson Crowder, Cole Beasley, which I think Crowder ends up making it, or Beasley ends up making it over Crowder. I think Crowder ends up making the team, but we'll see. Regardless, you add in more speed threats, which Daniel Jones needed. He needed more help at wide receiver. He was working last year with Isaiah Hodgins, who was a practice squad wide receiver on the Bills. Darren Waller. Darren Waller as well was another big add-in. So a red zone threat in Waller, and then you add in speed threats in Campbell and Hyatt. Jamin Hyatt at Tennessee was great last year in college football. And then you get Wandale Robinson back healthy, Sterling Shepard back healthy. I think Daniel Jones is set up for a great season. If you look at the progressions he's made now over the last couple of years, limiting turnovers, and then last year, finally getting himself calm in the pocket, which I already saw poise in the pocket two and three years ago. But now this past year, though, he was making the right decisions, throwing the ball away at the right time, sliding at the right time, scrambling at the right time. He really did become a lot better of a quarterback last season. I know you're not a big fan of, but I'll get your thoughts on it before I keep going.
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, maybe I should just comment with my top five, just to just to give some context to my thoughts on. on okay. The, okay. On
0: All right. I'll give you more Daniel Jones insight once we hear his Dander Jones take and where he's at. But here you go. His Mike's top five.
1: Right, I'm gonna rattle mine off. Uh, boring, bland. Patrick Mahomes at the top. No matter how anyone else does this year, Mahomes still has two Super Bowls. Been to three.
0: Raining MVP now too. Yeah, yeah.
1: It, it, nobody can unseat that even with a perfect season.
0: Uh, 5,200 passing yards last season with no wide receivers that were you know worth. Yeah, time you
1: know the yards are, are. I don't care too much about that stat. Um, no, Tyree Kill reason. though. So yeah, Mahomes number one. I do have Burrow too. This is a tough spot for me. Uh, I would make it a tie between two and three. Joe okay. Burrow, Josh Allen, number three, who is surprisingly absent uh, from your top five. Yeah. Then I got Trevor Lawrence. I think we we're in somewhat of an agreement there, mm-hmm. and I got Lamar Jackson number five. So we got an overlap of four players there, which means okay. those guys all probably belong. Yeah, and then
0: Taylor <clears throat> Jones and Josh
1: and I. I it's not even a bold take to say the consensus would probably agree with me that Josh Allen's just a. He's a top five quarterback. He's he's a stud.
0: I think most people probably would agree with you on that, but the way I see it is this: if you look at those situations that Josh Allen's been with in Buffalo and then Daniel Jones, Josh Allen's had a be- has had a better offensive line, better wide receivers, a better system around him before Daniel Jones. You know, this past season at Brian Dable, obviously Josh Allen obviously had that I- that system in Buffalo. He always had a better system than Daniel Jones did, except obviously now with Brian Dable being there, it was a different system this last year. But Josh Allen has had for the most part, a better situation around him than Daniel Jones has. And he's been doing more Daniel Jones with less. And that's why I like Daniel Jones. Even though, obviously, Allen has the passing touchdowns and also has the rushing touchdowns as well. He's obviously a do all threat quarterback. I think when you look at it with Daniel Jones, I think Daniel Jones has just been doing more with less, especially last season. And now Daniel Jones is getting more weapons this upcoming season. The thing with Josh Allen is I think he's the most overrated quarterback and not because I don't think he's good. I think he's a good quarterback. At the same time, you can be good but also overrated. And every single year, they have the aspirations to win the Super Bowl, expectations of him to win MVP. And two straight years now, they've lost in the divisional round, almost lost to Skylar Thompson last season. Uh, And the Dolphins really were just going into that game without Tua, so they were just expecting not to even be in the game. Skylar Thompson kept them in that game, and he was struggling in that game, Josh Allen, with a lot of turnovers. I think Stephon Diggs made him, obviously, a lot better of a quarterback you know, in Buffalo, which is understandable, a lot of the times quarterbacks get that top receiver and they become better. Joe Burrow, for instance, Trevor Lawrence, last year getting Christian Kirk helped him out a ton. When you get a top receiver, it does Mahomes. help. Mahomes, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, I and mean, when you have top receivers, it helps. And I'm not saying Stephon Diggs made Josh Allen the exact quarterback he is. I'm just saying it made his job a lot easier. And Daniel Jones has never had that number one option.
1: Yeah, that's, that's correct. And <clears throat> you uh, really brushed over the, the fact that they do play quarterback and Allen throws about 40 touchdowns a year. and. I think Daniel Jones had, uh, what, 13? No. <laughs> 15 passing touchdowns
0: last season. Same, same yeah. number
1: is Mac Jones. So.
0: <clears throat> well, we'll talk, we'll talk the stats here. 4,200 passing yards for Allen, 35 touchdowns, 14 picks, 762 yards on the ground, and seven rushing touchdowns. Daniel Jones, he added in 15 passing touchdowns, five picks, 3,200 passing yards, 708 yards on the ground, and seven rushing touchdowns. Once again, less around Daniel Jones. And the Giants also ran the ball a ton in the red zone. So some of those touchdowns that Josh Allen would get running the ball or – Maybe even passing in the red zone because Buffalo would kind of do both. The Giants ran the ball a lot in the red zone with Saquon, which is understandable, Consider that's really Josh our only option.
1: Allen, Josh Allen also was uh, held back that game against the Bengals. No stats to accrue there. So say he put There's up another three touchdowns.
0: Yeah, but I, I'm not saying, his, as, as I said, his stats are there. His passing stats, his rushing stats, 35 touchdowns, 7 uh, rushing touchdowns as well, 42 total touchdowns. I'm not saying he's not a good quarterback. I think he's overrated. And I think when you look at Buffalo every year, They're always expecting to win a Super Bowl, and they just haven't done so.
1: They don't have a great line, though, and that was a big detriment. They couldn't block in the snow, and they were getting beat at home.
0: Better line than Daniel Jones has had, though. That's the thing. Better line than Daniel Jones has Uh, had.
1: I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not, though. The Giants' run game is probably a little bit better than the Bills.
0: Well, Saquon, yeah. Saquon's a better back than what the Bills had, but
1: yes. Yeah, but I think just their blocking in general is a bit better.
0: So, yeah, there you go. I think Josh Allen is the most overrated quarterback. Once again, with that being said, it doesn't mean I don't think he's good. But I think everybody that knows me has always compared Daniel Jones and Josh Allen to some degree, and I think Daniel Jones, I would take over Josh Allen after this upcoming season, which sounds crazy to most people. I have Daniel Jones as five, which is not Just because we have a guy higher than the other doesn't mean we take them over them, you know what I mean? In that regard, just might mean that guy might have a better season. But I think Daniel Jones is going to have a really good year this upcoming year, and I think that four-year $160 million dollar contract that he got is going to be a lot more understandable when you see him take a big step up this upcoming season.
1: Giants fans better hope
0: so. <laughs> I, I, I'm fine with that contract. I'm fine with that. But, okay, there's your one, I, two, three, four. I think,
1: five. We, I think I do have to uh, pump the tires on, on Lawrence a little bit because um, if he has another year – I think the stats will come but the playoff success that he had that big comeback he got a playoff win yeah with the as Giants. a young guy I mean he even went toe to toe with Mahomes he loses to the guy that we have number 1 on the list so he's battling in a tough a, a- you know a- yeah. AFC AFC
0: yep. almost ACC we said yeah almost we're just so ACC. used to it he was ACC that's we're right we're so used to
1: it you know? um, this uh yeah the AFC is loaded with good young quarterbacks so
0: all the top five, you know, four of my yeah, top, top five, five. Yeah, I mean, Lamar, five Lamar's
1: family. young, right? He's yeah. he's about the same age as Lawrence, probably.
0: Five out of your top five are in the AFC, and then four of my top five are in the AFC. So,
1: yeah, and I think is Lamar's famous. gonna have a great year. I mean, he was the young year six, MVP,
0: youngest yeah. MVP in league yep. history, right? Yep,
1: yep. He led the league in passing touchdowns. Little known fact, he did that once. He
0: did. He did. I mean, last season, he was even decent in 12 not 17 passing touchdowns. So it was just obviously the injuries. And I think, to some degree, I think he kind of set out towards the end of the season since he was waiting for another contract. He probably yeah, – he, right. he was still hurt, but I think he might have been able to maybe play if he chose to, which I don't know. Yeah, there was a lot well, there unknown. But I think argue, he might have
1: been able to play. You could argue he got a lot of what he wanted. He got the money, and now he's got all these receivers too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Zay and Odell. He really, They really uh... – Stacked up around him. Which he needed it though. I mean, how many years were we looking at Willie Sneed being his top receiver? I mean, come on. Oh. Rashad Bateman, Sam Prochet, Willie Sneed. I mean, come on. It
1: yeah. was ridiculous. I mean, when you have a good quarterback, you gotta give him you gotta give him protection and you gotta give him receivers.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well that was the thing. I mean, all the quarterbacks we named there in the top five have number one legitimate receivers. You know, Tyreek Hill for years in Kansas City. Obviously, he didn't have Kelsey and Mahomes, I mean, did great this past season, even without any wide receivers that were close to the talent. Of Tyree Kill, and then you look at Joe Burrow, Chase Higgins, Boyd Lawrence. Now getting Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Etn out of the backfield. Good there, Evan a pick. Yep, yep. Uh-huh. To the Giants, of course. I mean,
1: even even uh, KCs, they use a lot of picks on offensive weapons. So like they, they dra- He had, he made them uh draft Clyde edwards alaire That was yeah. a Mahomes. Yeah, that was a Mahomes, encouraged yeah. pick. So like they're they're taking guys that he wants. Hundred percent. Hundred percent.
0: And that's the thing with Lamar. I mean, they really just weren't doing it. They drafted defense every single year, which it kind of worked. I mean, Patrick Queen, they drafted yeah, a lot of good, good defensive players. Spot. But it doesn't always work for the quarterback when you're only drafting defense. They need some help, need weapons, obviously. And out of those top five quarterbacks that are in my top five at least, which I know you named your top five, every one of them basically now have a wide receiver, a quarterback one with a wide receiver one uh, You know, match up there. Daniel Jones is still the only one there with out – a legitimate wide receiver, one probably in my top five. I'd say mm-hmm. the only one without that, you know, guy, you know, go-to guy. I guess Paris Campbell or, or Jaylen Heights, maybe one of those probably, two guys end up being Waller, it. Probably Waller, Waller. I think probably his, there, his,
1: yeah. his, something in your to argue your point is, um, I think if you get a good quarterback with running ability, a lot of these guys can run. Mm-hmm. Like almost all of them can run. Out of the top if five, you they they get them a good them, receiving yeah. threat who can get open consistently, they don't have to run as much, so they're not going to expose themselves to big hits. Yeah, keep them upright. Probably adds to the longevity of their career. I mean, you gotta hope a guy like Lamar, who's the best rushing quarterback maybe in history, doesn't have to run quite as much when his receivers actually get open. Hundred percent.
0: Yeah, you're right. That's a great point. That's a great point. So yeah, similar top fives Jones. there. Jones and has to run a lot. So. Yes, and the the similarities here in the top five even show that running now is a big part of the game for a quarterback. You kind of have to run. you kind of have to be able to you, move. You, your need, legs. you need
1: to run a little. I mean, I still. I think last year I had Brady at the top, and he's obviously notoriously slow. Yeah. He move a little bit when he needs to. You know, he'd pick up like a five-yard He can step up in the pocket. Down. He can step yeah. up
0: in the pocket, too. You know, he's the one I think the that these guys the
1: can pocket. all throw, though. You've got to be able to throw the ball, number one. Yeah. The mobility helps. And these guys are young. I mean, by the time they get older, you know, Burrow might not be running around as much. He's mm-hmm. already had the ACL. Mahomes had the knee problem. Yep. Yeah. Um, Lamar's been bang- – I mean, he's probably always going to be a running guy. Lamar's had the knee but. injury
0: before mm-hmm. – what was it last year? The, uh, was it knee
1: yeah, I think he gets swelling or something. Yeah. Maybe MCL sprain, something mm-hmm. like that. That's what it
0: was. Yeah, let me see. Lamar knee injury. I'm going to look it up, make sure. Yes. I mean, Lawrence, Lawrence got the... PCL
1: sprain. Yep. What do you have, the toe or the Trail ankle? Lawrence, the ankle. Hey, yeah. Lawrence had an
0: ankle injury. Yep, he yeah. played through it, though, but he did have an ankle injury. Came he, out of the locker room and came out and was yeah, that's true. throwing rockets. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so all these quarterbacks, for the most part, have had their fears of injuries. Some it some being because they do run.
1: You know, yeah, they mostly throw first, run if they have to.
0: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, I, I'd say Lamar probably is one, yeah. one of the ones that w- right. will want to run more because they want the option more, and you know, he's dynamic. So what are you gonna do? When you, you have that speed, you kind of have to
1: use it. It's what, like yeah, a lot of these guys can throw sixty-yard touchdowns. Lamar's probably the only guy who can just break off a
0: sixty-yard touchdown run. Yeah. Daniel Jones so, had his fair share of long runs, though, but he did trip. Long runs,
1: but, I, I remember him. the turf monster got him, I think, on his best
0: it, run. He's been a very good mobile quarterback, though, in, in the league, which he's gotten a lot of respect over the last couple of years. He's taken some
1: hits, though. He he is, he's fast, but he does take some hits. He
0: has. He's learned to slide, though, and that's one of the things I was talking about that I've seen progressions with is his ability to slide, ability to have poise in the pocket. Now he's finding receivers and throwing to the right one a lot of the time, too. He's been very good through his progressions, looking for you know receivers left and right across the field. I see Daniel Jones taking another step up this year. And one stat that I want to mention here about DJ, which I know you're not a big fan of him, but I think you might have a little more respect. Has this this. been
1: spoken about before on this podcast? Has not. This is a new (laughs) one. This is a new one.
0: This is a new one. I was going into this a little bit with research, which one stat you've seen before is that he had the lowest interception rate in football last year among quarterbacks on the 100 attempts. Danny Dinkins. 1.1%. Dick no, and he Mr. was throwing some tight windows last year with the receivers he had. There was not much separation uh, a lot of the time. But 1.1% interception rate, really? best in the NFL, 472 pass attempts, just five picks last year. Pretty good there, lowest interception rate. But the main stat I want to mention was that he had the highest, second highest, I should say, two were actually the highest, second highest passer rating on yards, 20-plus yard throws downfield last season. on attempts. But small, simple size probably, right? Minimum 200 pass attempts. Okay. You know, but highest passer rating, in which I'm gonna give you here the top five. Highest passer rating on 20 plus yard throw attempts last season, Tua at 125.9, Daniel Jones at 119.4, Burrow at 118.9, Josh Allen at 107.3, Jalen Hurts at 105.9. And then you add in the speed threats now that Daniel Jones has, he's probably gonna be taking a little bit more deep shots downfield. He obviously limited his mistakes this past season. One thing I want with DJ though, this upcoming year that I need to see progression with is obviously he's limited his mistakes over the last year. Now a few years, he's been getting better with that. Now we're going to see him take that touchdown total up. And while you're taking more risks, obviously limit the risks you know, of having it being an interception, but also try to maximize the rewards, try to throw more touchdowns, even though you're still trying to limit the mistakes at the same time. You can't play fearing throwing an interception. You know, we've played sports. You can't fear making a mistake. That's true, yeah. you got to play loose.
1: Uh, Mahomes not on that list. Is that You think he's the best deep ball guy in the league, and he's not even on the list?
0: I wouldn't say he's the best deep ball guy, but he who doesn't really. Do you, who do you
1: think is the best deep ball? No. Now that Brady's gone.
0: In the NFL? Hmm. It's a good question. Uh, I would say Rodgers. I know you're not going to be a fan of that I one. Rodgers think, with Devontae Adams. Rodgers with Devontae Adams, though, it was, it was different.
1: Uh, I, I think it's. I'm going to go. Over, I'm, I'm going to say it's Josh Allen. I think he's got the biggest hose.
0: He probably is the best like arm, I, I'd say. Yeah. I'd say probably the By best the end arm. Of
1: the year, though, I, could do, I think it might be Trevor Lawrence.
0: Yeah, I think Trevy's in there. He's I think Trev's some, in he's there. He's got some guys he can chuck. I think Trevy's in there. I'm trying to think, though. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question, though. I would say Burrow's, Allen probably is the strongest down in the Burrow NFL.
1: probably has the best guys to throw deep to. I mean, yes. Higgins is a huge Chase, deep threat. Boyd Chase, even. Yeah, Boyd not so much deep, but. Boyd hits you on those 25-yard posts, though. Like, yeah, the over the, the middle of the field, though. Yeah. Uh,
0: but yeah, it's a good question, though.
1: I mean, the classic side down-the-sideline fade. Howard. Yeah, who's Aaron got Howard. the best?
0: Josh Allen probably is the strongest probably arm. Yeah. Probably the strongest arm. I think Trevor Lawrence was going to be better, though. I think I agree with uh, you. I think,
1: might
0: have I think Trevor Lawrence has the best arm in the NFL. Allen after might this have
1: strength, but Lawrence might get him on accuracy.
0: I think, I think Trevor, after this upcoming season, though, you're going to see some long tosses, if though. There's some frozen this year. Yeah. Did. To
1: Calvin Ridley, though. Zay, Zay Jones. Zay Jones, you was saying. Yeah, 100%. Catching
0: now he's going to Kelvin Calvin Ridley, though, which is obviously a big step up.
1: Yeah, you gotta hope. You gotta
0: hope. So I think after this upcoming season, I would say I think Trevor really Lawrence. Draft,
1: DraftKings account this year, right? They
0: have, I, I guess so. You'd hope not for that. And For this sake, I'd hope not. I think Jackson was gonna be good this year. I'd really hope, uh, Kevin Ridley finds a way to stay on the field. But really, when he is out there, though, dynamic receiver and obviously now it's something Trevor great, Lawrence. Great red needs. zone guy. So, 100%. Yeah, hundred percent. He's great in motion too. They always, they always love throwing him those bubble screens in motion, get him the ball, and he can obviously make some plays there with his feet
1: um right, let's let's move it well, to yeah we'll it. go let's back get in. polish off this top 10 i'll i'll right. go for the Fifth six or ten yeah let's hear it so first nfc quarterback jalen hurts okay got him number six made the super bowl great year 14-1 phenomenal team phenomenal line best line in football
0: yeah um, great weapons tons
1: of weapons aj
0: brown Devontae
1: smith he's also a running quarterback he, they did have that that Trump card last year, where they would just pound it on those anything inside two yards, that like QB sneak,
0: yeah, and push that the pile. rugby
1: scrum was insane. Push
0: the pile, yeah, that which was always well, worked.
1: Hey, if if it's there, take it.
0: Thirteen um, rushing touchdowns last season from that's a big. Oh, I mean, yeah, that.
1: when they got inside the two, it was it was automatic. For yeah, one
0: hundred percent. I mean, it was. It was he did. Enough. He he
1: balled out even in the Super Bowl. you hate to say that they did sort of lose the game because of that fumble that went for a touchdown. Though. Yeah,
0: there's that it, tough call. It did the kill them because call. they were,
1: they were dominating offensively, in that one play, kept the Chiefs in the game big time. Mahomes didn't have to go much on the field and score. Guy scoops it up and scores. Anytime you give Mahomes free points on defense, that's that's a tall task. 100%. But, I, yeah, I like Hurts. I think he he probably has a a passing ceiling that's not quite as high as those at least the top four guys that we listed.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's a running ability there. 760 rushing yards and 13 touchdowns last season. He uses his legs very well, but he did be – Come a lot better of a passer last year than I ever thought he would be in the NFL. 22 passing touchdowns last year, six picks, thirty-seven hundred passing yards. With that being said, though, when you add in A.J. Brown, obviously, that offense, it definitely made him more dynamic and helped think, him out. I
1: think the other thing that makes me put him at six and not in the top five is, at least from what I watched of him, and they're, they're on a good amount, is he sort of depends on that rollout right a good he amount.
0: A he doesn't throw left. So ever. it's not a lot work, of yeah.
1: drop back pocket passing. Yeah. Which you do,
0: you do need at some point. In college, you can always roll out right though, and it works a lot of the time. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I mean, A, hey, you do it, do it until you get stopped, but if you really depend on that for all your big plays, A, you're cutting the field in half, and B, you know, you're exposing the QB to a good defensive end.
0: Yeah, I don't agree you know, with you. coming other, up yeah. and smacking him. Definitely, yeah. You've got to protect your quarterback. That's just, a,
1: that's just a small thing about offensive scheme. I mean, he's good at it, so keep doing it, but... Mm-hmm. You don't see him just drop straight back. Definitely. And, and, and sling it too much. Yeah,
0: I'd agree with you. And they also did add in, mind you, which this offseason, they did add in Rashad Penny and DeAndre Swift, which I know you're a big DeAndre Swift fan. So. Yeah, you can catch passes,
1: so that might help Hurts out too.
0: And Rashad Penny, I'm a big fan of. I think he's one of the most underrated backs in the game of football, one of the most underrated fantasy football players as well. I mean, those, uh, when he's given the touches, he makes it. well plays.
1: behind that line and with Hurts, the threat back there. Like,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know, when you do a QB read, it's, that's tough. <laughs> 100%.
0: That's a tough one. So, yeah, I, I would
1: agree with you with Hurts, though. Uh, All right, so seven. then I got Hurts. I got Herbert, your boy. Yep. Dak, Kirk Cousins, Matt Stafford. I'll go back to Herbert. Herbert, I think he hasn't achieved enough in terms of wins. Uh, I'm assuming this year that he, he breaks through, maybe gets certainly into the playoffs. That's He's got to get in the playoffs. Maybe he gets a playoff win this time around. Unless to. he's up against Trevor Lawrence, yeah. then,
0: then he's toast. That Trevor Lawrence game is tough. That, that blowout, you know, in the first half do, was unreal do, on the offense. And then they just, them
1: back. Oh, wow. I think it's the worst coach in the league.
0: Oh, man. Brandon Staley, yeah, the worst coach in the league. Huntersman, I think he might be. Talent,
1: if you give Bill Belichick that roster, I mean, yeah. it's, it's AFC Championship. It,
0: it's actually crazy, though. He might actually be one of the worst coaches in the NFL, but somehow he continues would, to find a way.
1: Two years ago, I ago, he always finds a way to
0: be back, though. I mean, if he's the depending
1: on the, the the nerds and the stats to go for it on fourth down, it's like every time you go for it. You're on you 35-yard
0: you line, dude, just punt.
1: Yeah, but it's not working. Like, you're bringing the averages down. Are you updating these stats? Like, even (laughs) mid-game, like, we've gone for it three times. We haven't hit it. Like... Maybe yeah. stop. Maybe they're on to you this Maybe game. Maybe punt. you yeah. got to have a little bit of a game sense.
0: Staley is the worst coach in football, one of them, if not the worst. That's why I don't know why he isn't fired every year, but they all support him. Herbert, even last season after that game, supported him. It was a blowout in the first half. They were great offensively, and they just the fell off. Any,
1: it doesn't do the team any good for morale if you just start icing the coach. Out no, as it a doesn't. Player. It
0: doesn't. I get that. But What's it did seem like they all do support him and wanted him back.
1: I would say this, though. They
0: did fire a bunch of other coaches. They though, did. Right? They, they, they covered probably... offensive coordinator. Now Kellen Moore's in there. Yeah, the they should have the coach
1: though the coach is ultimately the one who says go for it on fourth down the offensive coordinator might say what play to do but yeah it's the decision making about going for it or not kicking field goals like you lose a lot of games on those decisions which ultimately is why that team has underachieved based on the talent that they have on the roster
0: yeah i think part of that
1: their defense is insane too they've got both yeah. derwin james they've got studs
0: well, that defense actually is part of the reason they lost the game to Trevor Lawrence, too. It was defensively and offensively. It was just a breakdown both ways. It was a collapse both ways. They didn't score in the second half, and they couldn't stop Trevor Lawrence in the second half in the Jaguars. And that was just obviously a mess and a disaster of a game there for Los Angeles. But it was a great first half, though. That was a blow in the first half for of their offense. Their defense was looking great. Trevor Lawrence comes out in the second half, locked in. And obviously Jacksonville credits to Doug Peterson for not letting them quit.
1: Yeah, Peterson, underrated coach and Super Bowl champ, so maybe not. Maybe not underrated. You got any other uh, cheap seats comments about the rest of my top 10 there? Ah, uh, so you
0: got Dak at eight, which I'm not the biggest Dak guy. I yeah. Dak right outside the top 10, but I think he's a good quarterback. But I don't know. That's another guy every single year that everybody's expectations for the Cowboys that's, to make a long run, this and is they true. just don't ever, it seems like. I
1: but. think he's taken more of the mantle of the team, though, because Zeke was the focal point yeah. when they both came into the league. I agree, yeah. I think it's, it's Dak focused now, the passing game. You know, they they live and die by Dak. He he also has great team stats when he's the quarterback actually starting. He's had injury problems mm-hmm. when he starts. They're one of the highest scoring teams in the league for the past three years, right? Yeah, they put up like thirty plus a game. I know they play. Dak they do score a
0: lot. Great offensive line too.
1: Yeah, not quite as great as it, not as it as once it was. used to be. No. I mean, it's a lot of the same guys. They're up. Couple there. of
0: pros though, and guys that were all pros at one point. I mean, even Tyrone's one of the best. Yeah, yeah.
1: Zach, he's great, but he's a god too. Right?
0: Yeah. Hundred percent, but he—they got a good offensive system. Obviously, great weapon, CD Lamb. But you're a big fan of. Yeah,
1: Pollard. Yeah. Um, Zeke Gallup. definitely took a step step back that last year, but he did. He'll be back in there, punching in ten touchdowns for the Pats this year. Yeah, you hope for <laughs> your sake.
0: Uh, Brandon Cooks as well. The Cowboys added. Yeah, he's new, right? Yeah, another add there. So solid offense. Great yeah, I'm a
1: big weapons. CD guy. I like CD. So he's got a, he's got a number one weapon for sure. He does. He does uh, tight end was good from last year. Schultz, I know he's yep. gone, right? Schultz is gone. Went to Houston. Um, then after him, I got Kirk. I know the QB show, Kirk grew on, on everybody in popularity. He did. Um, but he's surrounded by a great cast. I expect them to be back in the playoffs. Maybe a good case for you with DJ is he did lose in the playoffs. He did. To the Giants.
0: The Giants beat him, yeah. The Giants beat um, Kirk. We lost in the regular season to them and then ended up going back to them in the playoffs and ended up getting a win. Daniel Jones shined in that game as well, which was huge.
1: Yep, yep. Yeah. So maybe again, maybe they get a repeat matchup. Could be a good matchup for the Giants. Um, we'll see how things work out there. I guess number ten, the last guy to get in. I got Stafford. He's got Cup. I think Stafford's pretty good. I mean, he's two years removed from the Super Bowl. I know he he led the league in picks that year. But if you get it done and win the big, the big game, yeah, got to imagine that he deserves some top ten recognition.
0: Yeah. And battled injuries injuries last year. So just nine games played, two thousand passing yards, ten touchdowns, eight picks. But like you said, Cooper Cup, great receiver. I know you're a big fan of Cooper
1: Cup. Yeah, and if I mean you, you're a big Rams guy. You think the Rams are a good team, good coach. So if you expect them back in the playoffs, I do. You gotta imagine the quarterback does well.
0: I expect them back in the playoff conversation. I don't think they'll be in the playoffs. I think I have the same record as the last Wild Cup, but I think the other team makes it in over them over a tiebreaker, which we'll get to the division predictions. And we'll get there at some point, but
1: well, he's got Cooper Cup, the best player in the league. So,
0: well, yeah, I wanted to mention Cooper Cup's stats from last year, even though he was hurt last year, just nine games played, seventy-five catches, eight hundred and twelve yards, six touchdowns in just nine games. Ridiculous. Right. And then you get Stafford's you know, passing touchdowns just ten, and six of them went to Cooper Cup. Yeah,
1: and everyone Cooper Cup doesn't sneak up on anyone now. He's getting double covered like, Oh yeah, yeah, no
0: it's one, insane. No one, yeah. no one leaves him open anymore. Which he still finds ways to get open though in, in zone coverage. Yeah, because.
1: no, he, he's a great route runner. I mean, they move him around, but he's he's very great. dangerous. Receiver. He's good. I, he'd be my number one. Hey, my he's. Number
0: one, yeah. I'd say Devontae Adams is my number one wide receiver. But yes, I, mean, I think cups. Devontae's, cups never,
1: close. Devontae's never been what Cup was in that Super Bowl run.
0: Devontae though made Aaron Rodgers the quarterback he was with a couple of those MVPs though. Like Rodgers wasn't going to win MVP either one of those seasons without how good I mean, Devontae I mean, Adams was.
1: Rodgers emerged before. Adams though. No, he did. But I'm saying those two MVPs though.
0: Yes, he did. Yep. yep. But I'm saying those two MVP seasons Zoe he had, he made Aaron Rodgers just look like the best quarterback of all time, dude. He was just throwing it in the air and he was just finding the ball. Was that
1: which drawback? Rodgers was great. Was that a drawback though? He never won any Super Bowls with Adams. He won without him.
0: They were always a team that was at the top of my list to win the Super they Bowl every year. And
1: Yes. They were predictable. Oh, predict- he's, going he's, going to win. he's going to Adams. They, so, they were
0: predicted to win every single year and it just never worked out. But when you look at Stafford and Cup and then you look at Adams, Rodgers, Two great, obviously, duels there. Uh, I take Adams, though, over Cup. And obviously now Adams is with the Vegas, Ra- uh, Las Vegas Raiders, but regardless, still not take him. Take him over Jerry Rice, Cooper Cup. That's <laughs> tough. That's tough. But I know you are a big Cup guy, but uh, is one of the best route runners, though, still in the game of football, even with the injuries. So I'm Maybe. sure he's going to have another good season this year.
1: Maybe Cooper Cup should be in my top 10 quarterbacks. He was a quarterback in college, right? He was.
0: <laughs> All right, so now I'm going to jump to my 6 through 10 here, which, similar to you, Jalen Hurts at 6, like you said, 14-1 record last year. Surprised a lot of people with his ability to pass last season in the NFL and use his legs very well. So this hurts at 6. I got Rodgers at 7. Aaron Rodgers at 7, your boy, new quarterback of the New York Jets. I think the offensive line could be a worry for him, but the weapons are deep. You have Miko Hardman, Alan Lazard, Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, Delvin Cook, Michael Carter, and then a good tight end as well and Tyler Conklin. So he's got some good weapons there, which he... Had good weapons a lot of the time in Green Bay. It didn't really always translate to them winning Super Bowls. I only won one there with him in Green Bay. But I think the Jets are going to be good this season. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a good, a good season again. Obviously, last season wasn't his best, but I think it will be back to being a did top quarterback. He, did he make the playoffs last year? He did not make the playoffs last year. It was It kind of a down year considering and, he won MVP two years in a row before that.
1: And now he moved into a tougher division.
0: He did move into a tougher division. So
1: no playoffs again this year. Missing the playoffs two straight years outside the top ten.
0: 26 passing touchdowns last season, though, and that was technically a down year for him. 15 uh, – 17 games played. wasn't 15. 17 games played, 3,600 passing yards, almost 37. 26 touchdowns, 12 deceptions, and a rushing TD. That's 27 touchdowns in 17 games. Pretty solid there. Two-time MVP in the last three years, too.
1: Yeah, but the team was losing games. These are just garbage time stats. I
0: think he's going to have a great year, though. I think he's going to be good this year, and obviously when you have a guy think, like Garrett Wilson helps. I bet
1: the under, everything on the Jets. I think Jets are going to lose – Fourth place, finish, coming up, big time.
0: You're not a big Jets guy. You're not a big Jets guy, which you've never been a big Rodgers guy, so it's understandable. Uh, Eighth. So seven is Rodgers. Eighth, I have Josh Allen, which I already said it now once. I'll say it again. I think he's overrated, and that's not saying he's not good. You could be a good quarterback. You could still be overrated at the same time. You could be a good player, whether you're a quarterback or other position, whatever it may be, and still be overrated. I think Josh Allen is overrated. As I said every single year, you're given the expectations of winning the Super Bowl, winning MVP. He hasn't been able to do either of those. Hasn't really made a deep run in the playoffs either. Lost in the divisional round two straight the years AFC now. Championship. AFC Championship, one year, won. yeah, three years ago now, right? It was the AFC Championship? Was it on the road? Played great. Three years ago was the AFC Championship. The last two years was the divisional round. He lost in both. Mm-hmm. Wasn't, so it, wasn't it the coin toss in no, overtime? They lost. They lost it? the Chiefs yeah. two years ago in the divisional round. Yep. No, it was knows. was it divisional? Oh, it right. Was. Because then it the, Bengals, the beat Bengals beat it. them. Yes. yes. Yeah, right. So, two years in a row in the division round, and almost losing to with Thompson in Miami, that was obviously a tough one. Uh, one game I mentioned there, but he obviously has had some great games too. Once again, I'm not saying he's not a good quarterback. He obviously has a lot of stats to back up that he's a good quarterback. You can watch his um, talent with the I test. C games played. You can see, obviously, he has a great um and is a good quarterback. I just think he's overrated. I have him outside the top five. He
1: competes hard. I like that too. He does. It's, he does the give his all. it's the attitude for him I like.
0: He does give it his all, and he obviously took a step up over the last three years now. His first year or two in the NFL, he struggled with accuracy like he did in college and became a lot better quarterback. He did. Put a lot of work in. I respect the dedication. I do think Stephon Diggs, though, did help out there a lot, which is understandable. As I said, when you get a top receiver, it definitely helps the quarterback. If Dana Jones got a wide receiver one, it would obviously help him out a ton. You look at Jamar Chase, going to Joe Burrow, that college connection back in the NFL helped him out. Aaron Rodgers having Devontae Adams helped him out a ton. You don't see Devontae Adams last year in Green Bay. Adams is in Vegas. Rodgers stays in Green Bay for another season and doesn't have the MVP season again. It's just you need a top receiver in today's day. I think Diggs does help Allen a lot. I think Diggs needs... I think Allen needs Diggs more than Diggs needs Allen. That's how I feel.
1: Yeah, that's probably true. I think the one one drawback in Allen's game is that he he wants it too much. He always wants the big play. If he's down in the game, he feels that pressure. He feels like he has to get it all back at once. <laughs> yes. Which, yeah. yeah. I mean, Mahomes, to some extent, is that way. Even Burrow. A lot of these guys nowadays are a little more like Brett Favre. Like, oh, let me just hum it now. Throw to into yeah, coverage. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like yeah. Brady in the Atlanta game was dinking and dunking to James White and it yeah. got us back in the game. It's possible to be patient and win. He, yeah. hasn't, he hasn't really learned that yet.
0: 100%. I mean, he will. He will. He, he has his fair share of bonehead plays every now and then, which for a young quarterback, that happens. And I say young. He's going to year six, yeah, but he's still developing. Matter, every quarterback we've mentioned, for the most part, is still developing in you know certain parts of their game, whether it's running ability. For some quarterbacks, sometimes it's decision-making accuracy for Josh Allen over the last three or four he has gotten better with he does have his fair share of some turnovers like I said in that yeah. game against Miami had some fumbles too fumbles as well 14 picks last year but good quarterback I do think he's overrated though still top eight though which shows I still think he's a good quarterback he's in the top eight I just think he's overrated I still think he finishes the year though as one of the best in the game nine Jared Goff which probably a hot take to most people so I have two hot takes in a row here Josh Allen at eight Jared Goff at nine I think we knew at Jared Goff's game last year. He took a big step up last season, and he added, obviously, weapons last year in Detroit. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown became a lot better last season than was his rookie year, which he took a step up his rookie year at the end. Then last year, obviously, progressed, became a better receiver even last season. They added James Williams in the draft last year. That didn't really work out, didn't really play at all last season. That was obviously a loss. They had some good running backs there as well, with Jamal Adams being an addition to them last season. Obviously, now he's gone, but they also did add in, as well, DeAndre Swift. Uh, now he's gone as well, but DeAndre Swift was there for a couple of years, but obviously Jared Goff had him for one year there. But Goff did look, or two years, actually. That was Jared Goff's third year with Detroit. Jared Goff, though, did look really good last season. I'm going to get his stats here just to break them down for you. 4,400 passing yards, 29 touchdowns, seven picks. That was a pretty good season for Jared Goff. And now I think when you look at him this season, he's now adding in, David Montgomery and Jamea Gibbs losing, though, his other two running backs in DeAndre Swift and in Jamal Williams. I think Jared Goff, though, is going to finish the top 10 quarterback. I think if you look at that offensive line, it's great. Obviously, Jamea Gibbs, game-breaking talent at the running back position, going to help him out of the backfield a ton in the pass game. And I think Amandroth St. Brown's a true wide receiver one. That's going to be a great duo there again this upcoming season. I think Jared Goff is going to be in the top 10, though, in most people's eyes after this upcoming season. Uh, I don't know how you feel about him, but...
1: Yeah, I don't know. Do you think the Patriots are good last year? Uh, no, not really. I mean, they missed the playoffs. Though. Well, they shut out Goff. So.
0: They did. Uh, you said the score yesterday. 20, 20, 29 nothing. 29 so
1: nothing. if you think the Patriots were not good and he's getting shut out by a not-good team with all these weapons, he's got a great offensive line. He does. I think when you depend on Goff to win you the game, he's not a top-10 guy. I think if okay. he's got a great protection, great run game – and, and the team, the offense two. is rolling, you know, on all cylinders. He's not going to hurt you.
0: Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying there, but I think when you look at a lot of the games last year, though, a lot of high scoring games, he was making plays for them, though, in some big situations. Twenty nine touchdowns. I don't think anybody expects him to be that good last year. You know, especially yeah, on a team that yeah, wasn't really was expected was, to do much. They took a great step up. He to was three.
1: playing in probably the worst division in the football. He was. And the defenses there are all
0: AFC South awesome. was worse, but probably the worst in the NFC Yeah, is. the
1: worst NFC one, and yeah, the NFC overall is a little less. QB
0: competitive. Well, look at our top ten. Yeah, everyone's top 10, basically yeah. the AFC, it seems like. yeah.
1: It's not like he's going shot for shot with Mahomes, Barrow, Allen, like every other week. It's, you know, he's beating up on the Bears twice a year.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah I get that. And the Vikings' defense was awful last I mean, year, too. And
1: the Packers weren't great last no, year as they a team.
0: Packers' big step back last year, Green Bay. Uh, so, Goff at nine. They beat them one year, right? They, they did. The Lions, the Lions beat them at the end of the season. So, the Packers could have got in if they beat the Lions in the last right. week of the season. and They lost, uh, I think it was Sunday football. If I remember right, Jamal Williams had a big game there against uh, his former team, yeah. the Green Bay Packers. Uh, so now my 10th quarterback, just around at the top 10, Tua Tagovailoa, which I'm wow. um, a big Tua guy, which I think he's going to have a good year this year. I like Tua. Obviously, he had the injuries last season, which that was a big thing that derailed Miami season last year. I think they could have been even better last season if he stayed healthy. Now he's going into year four. And if you look at it, last season, 13 games, 35 passing yards, 25 touchdowns, 8 picks, he had a lot better of a passer in the pocket last year, which he was obviously a good accurate quarterback for a lot of his college current in the NFL. Was a lot better in the pocket last year and stepped up at the right time. And when you add in a guy with Tyree Hill it does make it easier. You add in Tyree Kill next to Jalen Waddle as well, which you already had Jalen Waddle before that. But when you add in Tyree Kill next to Jalen Waddle, it's a lot easier to throw. There's gonna be a lot more guys open. One of them's gonna be open because you can't double both. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and I think I think uh, I know you like the coach over there. The running game there is a lot better than it had been. I mean, yeah. Miami's always been okay yeah. on the ground, but Definitely a lot better last year. I think it made the offense easier for Tua.
0: Yeah, I would I agree with I you. Not,
1: obviously, I don't have him in the top 10. I think he is your classic middle-of-the-road quarterback.
0: I think he's a good quarterback, a lot better than you'd think. But that's fine. And like I said, that stat earlier by Daniel Jones, of among quarterbacks with 200 pass attempts last year, Two Tua Tagovailoa had the highest passer rating on 20-plus-yard throw attempts last season. And part of the reason is because you have Tyreek Hill and, and Wall. Waddle. Yeah,
1: it's because when they're running 20-yard sprints, uh, Tyreek Hill's down there five seconds before the other guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's wide open. I mean, yeah, that's just how it goes. But when you have, you have those two guys, it obviously helps. Raheem Oster, Jeff Wilson, Salvin Ahmed. And then also another guy that I'm a fan of. I'm just naming their running back. So seven Ahmed made a couple of players in the preseason. I was I watched a couple of their games. Devon uh, A-Chain, though, the guy's a run, rookie running back coming into the season. He's another Jet that they're adding there to their arsenal of, of weapons. So what, I'm not i I'm not saying seven Ahmed's no, a great seen. running back. No, Mike second now he's a Patriot. I'm not saying seven Ahmed's a great running back. I'm not saying that in any means, but I'm saying it's another guy out of the backfield like that can help you in the pass game and definitely adds a little speed as well. What that's a lot of speed. Threats.
1: What about getting banged up? I mean, he's, Petua, a,
0: he's had his he's fair share of injuries. Guy. He's had his fair share of injuries. He could stay healthy, though. That would be huge. And Mike McDaniel made things work last year somehow in that playoff game with Skyler Thompson. They almost actually beat the Bills, which was great. That shows how great of a coach Mike McDaniel is.
1: Well, I mean, that goes to my point that if you put a competent quarterback there, you know, he should be able to throw to Tyreek, Waddle, mm. hand the ball off a little bit.
0: Yeah, I get Can't what you're saying there. But... So, hey. I think, Tua's going to take a step up, though. I think he's going to have another good year. But he took a step up last year, but I think he, t- I think he takes another step now this upcoming season. we we'll see. Uh, so now we'll go 11 through 15. Do you want me to give mine? Yeah. you can. Just, okay. Or you want to go 11,
1: Yeah, all the way to 15 or all the way yeah. to 20? <laughs> all right. We'll
0: go 11 what do through you 20.
1: Think? 11 through 20. Let's do it. I think it starts to get watered down.
0: Yeah. We'll go 11 through 20. <laughs> we'll go 11 through 20 here. Right, I'll, I'll give my 11 through 20 right now. So I got Justin Herbert at 11 once again similar to the Josh Allen situation, I think he's overrated. I think when people look at today's day in the NFL, they love the 6566 quarterback that can throw it 75 yards downfield, that can move in the pocket. Yeah.
1: Everybody loves they that. They look the pot. that's it.
0: They love that. And I think that's the thing here with Justin Herbert. I think he's a good quarterback. 25 touchdowns last year, 10 picks, 4700 passing yards. The stats they speak for themselves. Had no rushing touchdowns last year, which is interesting, but the stats that speak for you know themselves. There obviously has a lot of weapons there with Mike Williams. They added in uh, Quinton Johnston, the wide receiver from TCU, Kanan Allen, Austin Eckler, Gerald Everett. He has a lot of weapons there. I think when you look at Justin Herbert though in his career there with the Los Angeles Chargers, you've expected him to take a biggest step up the last few years in the playoffs, whether it be whether him being a, you know competitor for being an MVP, which a lot of people thought, a lot of people thought he could be an MVP yeah, candidate last year, and I didn't see it. I still have him right outside of the top ten here in the predictions. Uh, I think he's a good quarterback. Nevertheless, though, I just don't see him being uh, a top ten quarterback in the NFL like most. I think he's right outside the top ten. I have him at 11, which means he could end up being a top 10 by the end of the season. I mean, who knows? I mean, it's a, not really a I mean, big ground He made the playoffs.
1: Goff didn't, right? So.
0: Goff didn't, exactly. And there's not well, really much separation.
1: This, this is for this year. Yes, exactly.
0: And there's not much separation between like you 8, 9, 10, 11. Losing
1: first game. And yeah. that too.
0: And that too, yes. There's not much separation of losing, you know, a playoff game versus winning just one, uh, like you said.
1: I, like I said, I think the caveat there is that his coach is just awful.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I would agree with you. I would agree with you there, Brandon Staley. Uh, but I think the NFL is just so in love with a six five quarterback that seventy five yards off their yeah, back they look, foot. Yeah, look good in the uniform. And <laughs> that's why I think Justin Herbert is just the second most overrated quarterback in the NFL. I think you go Josh <laughs> Allen one, I go Josh uh, Justin Herbert too. There you go. Uh once again, not saying they're not good quarterbacks. I've met eleven. So it shows I still think he's a good quarterback and is, you know, one of the best in the NFL. I just still think though, for where most people see him, I just don't see him as high as most would. But at the end of the day, people have different opinions and that's the beauty here of hot takes and, you know, sports in general that people aren't gonna agree with you always. So twelve, I got Dak Prescott Thirteen Kirk Cousins, fourteen Matt Stafford, fifteen Jimmy Garoppolo, sixteen Derek Carr, seventeen CJ Stroud, which I'll get to that in just a second, eighteen Geno Smith, nineteen Deshaun Watson, and then twenty Justin Fields. So there's my eleven through twenty. Uh, I'm going to talk about a yeah. you know couple guys. A of the guys that I already named. So, so yeah, yeah, we've already we've already t- you know touched on a couple like Dak Prescott. We've already talked about mm-hmm. uh, Matt Stafford as well. We've already mentioned yeah, Cousins. Um, Cousins. Even we've mentioned you know a little, uh, but. I think when you look at my top 20 there, or I guess 11 through 20, the guy that stands out the most probably see just shot to most people being at 17. Who's that? Which here's the thing. it was a very good college quarterback at Ohio State. Ohio State hasn't had a good track record of quarterbacks going to the NFL.
1: You got a couple of Ohio State guys in that 10. Yeah, I do. I do.
0: Fields, Fields is 20. Fields is 20. So I got a couple of Ohio State guys. You're not wrong about that. With that being said, though, I said this to Mike before I began the podcast when you're talking about CJ Stroud because I looked at his stats from tonight's preseason game. And one thing I look at when I look at Stroud, you know, in the situation he has there, he doesn't really have much around him, Robert Woods. Tank Dell, I think he's going to be a good fantasy sleeper this year. I think he's going to be got to keep your eye on. John the III was a great wide receiver in college at Alabama. Now getting a chance to start playing in the NFL. Obviously, has had some share of injuries now for oh. stepping in off the, off the field, exactly. Uh, but hopefully, uh, you know, he finds a way to stay healthy this year and helps out CJ Stroud. But I think when you look at CJ Stroud this upcoming season, I think people will be impressed with what he does this year with respect to what he has around him that's why i think he's going to be 17. in context exactly i think people will say okay you know what he didn't have as many passing touchdowns as some guys 18 through 22 that i have here but when you look at i think when you look at context i think he's going to take a good leap here in his rookie year and then that second year maybe take another step up i think start finishes 17. uh deshaun watson at 19 and justin fields at 20 uh geno smith at 18 we'll get to yours uh here one guy I didn't want to mention though and go go slightly in depth on was jimmy g i've at 15 and then you look at that offense Devontae adams at wide receiver one josh jacobs at rb1 perfect landing situation there for jimmy g jacoby Myers at wide receiver two hunter renfro as well he's gonna have a good year i think jimmy g so i have him at 15
1: yeah 15 also being pretty much exactly the middle, middle of the pack. and like you would expect that to be a guy who gets in the playoffs
0: yeah a guy I that wins a yeah. mm-hmm. guy that wins games
1: all right, all right. Uh, I'll rip my my eleven through twenty here. So I got I got Rogers. I had to put him outside of the top ten.
0: Okay, so just like me and Herbert,
1: I, I snuck him out. Of, I snuck him in at eleven. Uh, I do think he's going to miss the playoffs, though. So I'm putting him there purely on statistical performance and just you know With the past FD precedent. Easton's yeah, too. if you took him in a game, I think you know in a lot of matchups he's going to be the favorite. So. Yeah, I give him a. That's as much respect as I'm going to give him right there. Put him at 11. I got Goff at 12. Jimmy G at 13. Okay. Tua 14. I got Brock Purdy 15. I guess I could highlight him for a second. Yep, we'll talk Purdy. Um. Derek Carr 16. Gino 17. Probably the same as you. Yep, 18. I put G. Mac Jones in there. I got him at 18. So he's below middle. Okay. A uh, little hometown bias, but I think you got to hope his, uh, you know, the picture looks a little brighter for him this year with the coaching and just him being three years in. Uh, I got Daniel Jones nineteen, Mac and Danny. I know Danny had a better year last year, so okay. Maybe I put him a little too low, uh, and then I have I have Heineke in at twenty. I know he's not the official starter, but I do like. I like Heineke to to take that. Okay, take
0: yeah, and like we said, we're ranking this based off how it takes us. So even though Heineke's probably not going to start of week one, maybe he steps in week four and steps in over and ends up bowling. You know, that's that's fine. I mean, that's to pretty have.
1: much how it's gone for them in Washington the past couple of years. So I think it's going to be the same same story down in uh, down in Atlanta.
0: Down, down in ATL. Uh, per Purdy at fifteen. That's
1: right where you have Jimmy G. I yep. got him there because they made it to the NFC Championship. Rookie, Mister Irrelevant, last pick in the draft. They traded Lance. This is a, this is gas in my argument. I mean, we know it probably is more a statement about how poor Lance is as a player, but mm-hmm. hey, they they believe in this Purdy kid, and well, I he think, must be ready. I think he him. looked pretty good. I mean, he's a gamer, he competes, he certainly didn't lose them games, and he he did well enough to win. So I like I like pretty at 15, right in the right in the middle, just above the middle.
0: Here's where I feel. Uh, this is what I feel about Rock Purdy. I think when you look at him, he's in a perfect situation. When you look at the weapons, which I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks are going to play in that system. You have McCaffrey at running back, Kittle at tight end, Debo Samuel and Brenton Ayuka at wide receiver one and wide receiver two, Elijah Mitchell there at RB2. Great offensive system with Kyle Shanahan. Good coaching, good defense as well. You're always putting pretty much a great situation. The offensive line's good as well. Trent Williams at left tackle. He's always in a good situation. I think any quarterback He's is a in that rookie. system. He's a rookie. With that being said, so Trey other Lance didn't do – that much in those couple games. I mean, he really was only really game and then got hurt that second game with San Francisco last year. Well,
1: and then Jimmy G came in, then Purdy. So you got to remember that, too. Yes. So he...
0: It's yeah. not
1: like he got a wealth of experience playing before the playoffs. He What do you have, like six games,
0: maybe? He played nine games last he year, five nine. starts, 1,300 passing yards, 13 touchdowns, four picks, and a rushing touchdown. Mm-hmm. Then suffered the elbow injury in the playoffs, uh, which obviously a tough That's loss awesome. there for San Francisco. The way I feel about Purdy, though, is he's in a perfect situation. So I think... That's kind of how I feel. with that being said, though, he still hasn't lost a game that he's fully played in. So, give him respect. He's had found way. He's found ways to win As in a the NFL. <laughs> well, As last pick in the
1: draft, that's yeah. impressive. You got to give him some props. Think about this: all the things that you said about Herbert. Herbert six six, gun, everything yeah, around him, talent wise. Yeah, yeah. Purdy rookie, so he's way younger. Complete opposite from a physique standpoint. I mean, the guy might be six feet tall. Yeah. And, and finds he's out there win. running around, winning. He, he, he's gone farther than Herbert's ever gotten in the playoffs.
0: You're right. You're right. And I
1: mean, NFC's a little weaker, but I mean... NFC's
0: weaker in just the situation, though.
1: Weaker, but I mean, Debo, he's coming out Uke. of college. I don't... I really... It's tough. I don't tough. care, I don't and the care if he's got Randy better. Moss. I mean, even if you got Randy Moss, Mr. Irrelevant comes in and goes to the NFC respect. Championship. No,
0: no, I, I respect the story, 100%. I'm just saying and I don't defense, have it as high the here. The defense just
1: dominates the team there. It's an easy situation. Nick Bosa,
0: but... It's an easiest situation though. Nothing is
1: that easy in the NFL. No, nothing's
0: easy. Nothing's easy. With that being said, like I said, Trey Lance only played it really a game of change last year. And nobody thought really, you know, he was going to be lighting it up there in San Francisco. He didn't light it up in San Francisco, and now ends up leaving. Nobody thought Brock Purdy was going to light it up in San Francisco, but he did. I just think when you look at that San Francisco system, though, you want to sleep a pick guys in fantasy. Guys find ways to win. Take Brock Purdy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay all right we'll see i mean he can run around a little bit he does he's yeah. actually a lot like heineke i kind of like these types of guys they're gamers yeah
0: yeah so like zappy a little bit players, step you in know. and now starters. i mean purdy at least and heineke did start yeah a fair share of games at washington
1: oh shanahan said purdy's in there
0: yeah purdy, purdy pretty startin', down, yeah, so yeah. I get, pretty starting yeah pretty
1: starting yeah you got i got san Fran making the playoffs so i got purdy doing well enough right. to make the playoffs
0: respect all right, all right i'm um, with you there not much to be
1: said about Jimmy G, Gino, Derek Hy, these guys are all about the same caliber. Gino even Goff to me is yeah. right around there. Like these are all vets who probably will have their teams contending for the playoffs. Always, yeah. But they they've kind of peaked in terms of how far you think they're going to go performance-wise. Yeah, I mean, Gino a, surprised These guys are not year. winning
0: MVP. I think you look at a lot of these quarterbacks, yeah, some kind of are on the downtrend. I think Gino takes a step back this year. I think he's my quarterback that takes the biggest regression.
1: I mean, Gino took a huge step last year, but he's also, that's about his peak, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, 30 touchdowns last year, passing, 70% completion percentage, pass, uh, 4,200 passing yards added in, 366 yards on the ground, and a rushing yeah. touchdown, comeback player of the year as well. I think he takes a step back this year. I think he's the biggest... Uh, quarterback here to Regression. take a step back yeah. exactly but yeah. even with that being said 18 is where I have him I just think he has a good year I just don't think he throws 30 touchdowns again and has you know the interception you know at only 11 and 70% completion percentage I think that was just a one year wonder type of thing there with him
1: I mean preseason though everyone thought Geno Smith led Seahawks are a you know, yeah, destined for They th- thought he three was the wins. tank commander. Yeah, three weeks. Yeah,
0: that. I thought he was too. I didn't see it happening. Yeah. I didn't see it happening. But he found a way to obviously work with DK, Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and now they add in Jackson Smith and Jigba. Obviously a very good running back as well there in Kenneth Walker and then Zach Chabernet as well in the draft. So solid offense. I still think uh, they'll compete. I just think he takes a slight step back this year.
1: I, I think he repeats but does not improve. Okay. If that's, so it doesn't take
0: that big step up win a big playoff game or two. Yeah. yeah I think if you're putting
1: more expectations on them, I, I think they could still miss the playoffs. Okay. You know,
0: I think. I get you there. I don't, I'm not
1: sure. I'm not saying that. We'll do the division rankings at a, another episode. Yes. But
0: at this point, we're going to do it. I'm division not rankings expecting 14
1: episode, yes. wins out of the Seahawks and
0: Geno Smith. I do not either. <laughs> I, I do not either. I'm with you there. Um, um, what
1: else? I got Mac Jones. I mean, hey, yeah, we'll a, talk Mac. We got some Patriots listeners out there. Yeah,
0: we'll talk Mac. I,
1: as well. I do like Zappy's game. I think Mac and Zappy are comparable as to where they'd rank in the NFL. Uh, I think if Zappy was the starter, I think it'd be 17 or 18.
0: Okay, I know you're a big Zappy guy. You're a big, big Zappy guy. So this is probably the biggest segment. I think that in this episode. Least,
1: Zappy was again. He's a little like Purdy. Like last year, goes in, performed pretty well for a rookie. With almost zero expectation yeah. that they would actually even play, and
0: a game or two, Once again, you know, a guy that just goes out there yeah, and balls. some winning. Questions. He's the one that beat on off
1: right. Twenty nine nothing. He did. Yeah,
0: um, he was. Had yeah. he
1: thrown? Had they let him throw the ball a little bit in Green Bay? I think they sneak out with a win there, and then people are really pumping his tires. Maybe Mac doesn't get to start.
0: Could have beat Rogers, maybe in that case. Yeah, <laughs> your yeah, boy could have. Um, I just think when you look at the Mac Jones Bailey Zappy situation, I think Mac Jones has had all the pressure on him last year to. Obviously, take a step up in year two. Mm-hmm. Now he's going into year three, and now the expectations are that he has to take a step up this year. It's probably going to be with Zappi's team. Yeah. That's what a lot of people see. It's on Mac now to, to wake up. I just think the situation on Mac Jones last year wasn't great. Same was thing awful. wasn't great was around awful. Zappi. Not, not great. Terrible. It wasn't great around either guy. But when you have less expectations like Zappi did coming off the bench, there's no one No one was expecting Zappi to do anything. It made it a little bit easier going out there playing with it stress-free. Mac had all the pressure on him to take a step up in a new offensive system with Joe Judge and Matt Patricia. Is yeah, you your can't play not he doesn't have some stress when he no, takes he his
1: first step in a Patriots uniform on the center, you know, up in Green Bay when Brian Hoyer's in there getting his lights knocked out.
0: When you're a backup, <laughs> though, when you're a backup, though, it's a little bit easier, though, with going. Which isn't. Like, I'm not saying it's easier to go in and make plays. I'm saying it's easier expectations-wise. No one's expecting you to go out there and ball. So You're already exceeding expectations just by throwing five touchdowns in four games and two starts, like. Uh, Bailey Zappi did in three interceptions, 781 passing yards. You already exceeded people's expectations just going out there and showing something in a couple of stats. As for Mac Jones, though, 14 games played, 3,000 passing yards, 14 touchdowns, 11 picks. And a rushing touchdown, people expected a lot more from which I understand. 14 touchdowns in 14 games, battled, I guess 15 the, total. He the injury
1: and the offensive uh, coaching. Yeah. And the offensive line was tough. The offensive was line
0: rough. was tough. The, the weapons on there. There's a lot starters. of wide receiver twos. A lot what? of wide receiver twos and threes in that Patriots offense. Even I hope, I hope, this I, I hope we got
1: some wide receiver two caliber guys. Yeah,
0: I mean this uh, upcoming season you got Devontae Parker and Tyquan. I Thornton, actually, and Juju.
1: you know, I actually do sort of like the balanced. Um, this good height receiving there. core. There's some good height, good speed. The one height's s- what I really care about. Devontae Parker's up, height, Juju's
0: up. good hands, and then Tyquan Thornton's a good speed guy. That's I mean, a good. <sighs> mix There's pop there.
1: Douglas on this list. He's gonna be the new wide receiver one.
0: Pop Douglas is
1: another wide receiver. I only listed a couple. Kendrick Boyns is, is a guy but... he likes too. Um, he does and like then we got the two tight. Ends. The left, right. I know he's got the shoulder, but I assume that he plays, Hunter Henry, pretty yep. good. Ramon we Stevenson's should... great out of the backfield. Yeah, he's he's, he's probably...
0: he'll be a great security the, for he's Mac Mac the best check player for back on check down the offense. It's our running yeah. back, but... he'll be a check down king there for Mac. I probably, expect Mac to
1: look a little more like his stats
0: should be what they were his rookie year, if not a little bit better than that. Yeah, I, I, I mean, hope. now you have Bill O'Brien as your offensive coordinator, which is much better than Matt Patricia and Joe Jones. I'd feel a little
1: better if the offensive line was good. I mean, you hate yeah. to think that you can't evaluate your quarterback because he only gets, you know, 1.3 seconds in the pocket before he's getting slammed. You're right, yeah. It's impossible to evaluate a guy. Like, I think C.J. Stroud, I got him way down my list. I got him at 31, surprise. I don't think he's got a great offensive yeah, system. I mean, those QBs are running for their lives down there.
0: Some guys, you know what you're going to get on just based on their situation. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? SM Mac Jones, last year, I think that's a guy we, I at least went into last yeah. season knowing a situation. I was like, I kind of just know it's not going to be as good as a rookie just because you have yeah. Joe Judge and Matt Patricia being there. Whether it, the offensive line was good and the weapons were good, when you have Joe Judge out there helping your offense, it's like <laughs> I just knew it was going to be a time for regression. For him. A, Same thing mix. with Daniel Jones, you know, when, so think when Joe this. Judge was there.
1: That is Zabby's first exposure to the NFL. You're right. The offense he's learning point. is what Joe Judge is telling him. And so. Matt
0: Patricia. Neither one's an no. offensive guy. I mean, no. special teams and a defensive no. guy, you know. Obviously, special teams for Joe Judge and then defense there for Matt Patricia. Neither one should have been touching, you know, an offense. But there they were. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, no, I mean, yeah. So, I'm, ho- I'm looking for Jones to, uh, Mac Jones here, to compete to get us back sniffing a wild card. Yeah. I mean, we're not unseating the Bills, but.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with you there. I think I, 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 think, I, I would like to
1: see them. I'd like to see the Pages go at least 500 in the division. If that means two wins against the lowly Jets, well, two Lee wins Jets, against the lowly true. Jets. <laughs>
0: it's not going to be the case. We'll get to the divisional rankings, obviously, at some point. But um,
1: um, I got Danny Jones at 19. I mean, hey, we've talked enough about Daniel Jones. Maybe he have. should be higher. I, we'll I put see. him down there next to Mac. I mean, it's okay.
0: That's a Mac Jones Comparable passing
1: say, stats last year. Yes. Who, who's going to have more passing touchdowns between the two of them? Daniel Jones, 100%. You think so? 100%. Okay. 100%. Right. I'd say DJ throws around 28 okay, I'm going to 30 I'm gonna go touchdowns. there and say it's Mac because I think the Giants have a little more on – they got a little more to play with uh, with Jones's legs, DJs.
0: We'll see, we'll see. I mean, the Jets do run the ball a lot in the red zone. That was kind of the reason yeah. that Dan Jones had less passing touchdowns last year, because they handed the ball off to Saquon a lot, which is understandable. You Saquon, you're going to give him yeah. the ball on yeah. you know third and goal from the one. Uh, but as for Mac Jones, I think he has a good year this upcoming season. Takes a step up than he did last season. Takes you know probably where he thought he was going to go from year one to year two. And I think now he does here going into year three. I think the thing is, that I think the Patriots still struggle. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing, but we'll see. It's, As it's a team, division. they struggle. It's a tough division. It is, 100%. It's tough.
1: I think Heineke, Purdy, Zappi, these guys all play similar style. I don't have to say much about Heineke, but you are guy. I, I, like I like the player.
0: Okay, I respect it. I like Taylor Heineke. I do not have him, though, here in my starting 32, just because, I mean, you're basing it off of him hopefully stepping in, which he probably will maybe at some point. I'm basing it off Desmond Ritter being the starter, which is fine. I mean, this is a hot takes mm-hmm. episode, so it's fine. I, I respect that. Uh, Tim Heineke though, did step in for Washington to make plays, though, yeah. over the last couple seasons.
1: Almost beat Brady. Uh, Brady Super Bowl with the Bucks. That was the closest game they played.
0: You're right. Yeah, you're right. Had a, had a great game. Haneke. On the road. Yeah. Right? Yeah, on the road. Yeah. Uh, I believe it was uh, on the road, right? I, Washington. I it was. yeah. I Washington it was. won the division, right? No, Washington was the wild card. Tampa Bay. Bay had... No, it was at Washington. Was I believe. it? It was at Washington. It was. It was at Washington. Let me see. I'm going to make sure here. But either way, regardless, he did ball out in that game. You he know what I mean? That, that was...
1: One of the greatest touchdown runs I've seen. Yeah. dive to the pile. Dive to
0: the end zone. It was at Washington. Yes, Washington oh, hmm. won the divisional uh, the NFC. 31-23 yeah. for people who want to relive that. They won the division that year. One, NFC, one score game with yeah. a two-point conversion. January 2021. I can't believe it's already been two-plus years for that. Hmm. But...
1: All right. I'll, uh, I'll rip off my last... Uh, last 10. 21-32 to 32 here. Last 11-ish, yep. Yeah. I mean, no need to... Isolate the last guy. So I got Kenny Pickett, Baker Mayfield, Ryan Tannehill, Justin Fields, Jordan Love, Bryce Young, Sam Howell, and then this little s- squad here of vets: Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, kyla Murray, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, rounding it out at the bottom. Okay. So I- I've got Russell, Deshaun, and and Kyler way down there. um I don't. I mean Russell Wilson. I had him way higher on the list last year. Mm-hmm. I had to bury him this year. Yeah. That was awful. I got he probably will improve, but I think if we're looking at what do you expect from these guys by the end of the year and looking forward, I think you're going to feel a lot better about guys like Love, Fields, Pickett, um, maybe even well, apparently Mayfield. Mac Jones, I think Z- he could athletic, do well. Done. He's got yeah. Mike Evans, Godwin. He's got a good little crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, Sam Howell. I actually don't mind. He got. He got been good, the yeah. you know develop on the bench treatment last year. Did decent that did. that week seventeen game mm-hmm. they won right.
0: Mm-hmm. Did,
1: they did, did they beat the
0: bug? Who they? They beat I believe it was the. They beat somebody. Was it, Cowboys? the Cowboys? Cowboys weren't playing guys yeah. or something. I think that, you could be right. Let me see. I'm gonna make sure here. Uh, but regardless, though, yeah, he, I do think Sam he Rolls was a decent decent
1: college quarterback. We saw him play. Yes, and um, he's got he's got Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dodson. A couple of guys to throw yeah. the ball, too. So, yeah, uh, I, I think he's, yes. he's probably Cowboys. higher on my list than he will be on yours. Don't know that for sure. I think Jordan Love is Howl, also in a good spot. I
0: think Howell is a similar spot. I'm at 26, actually.
1: I, I think Love's actually in a good spot. Love could be higher on the list. He's three years developed on the bench. He might be in a good spot. Okay. I know he didn't, he didn't show well when he got in there in years past, but usually he was going at the end of games. Limited opportunities. Outs, yeah, limited so. opportunities there.
0: I, I get that hundred percent. I'm with I you. It,
1: Pick, I know Pickett's been tearing it up in the preseason. He's really? also got great receivers. Steelers always seem to be, you know, a competitive, if not above five hundred, team with Tomlin. So
0: yeah, I think Pickett's gonna be good. I actually like Kenny Pickett. Uh, I have him higher than I thought he would when I when I did the list two I weeks ago. J- when I updated. I had him higher. now. Got him at twenty one. Yeah, me too. Exactly twenty one. Exactly. Look at that. Oh, uh, uh,
1: what else? Your boy C.J. Stroud. I got him at thirty one.
0: I just don't think his situation's great. I don't know. It's not great, and I think. I don't think his stats are going to be I, think where Bryce, I have that. I think at.
1: Bryce Young, who was number one pick in the draft, CJ Stroud, too, both quarterbacks. I think Young is a. I think he's a little bit better. I think he's better. Uh, I better think he's a little more composed. Or? Yeah, okay. I don't think Alabama had had tremendous receivers for him. They didn't. It was Mech- and his guy. was his guy for a year,
0: his guy one, for a year, year one year, yeah. and then not this past year
1: Nope, two years ago. So I think I think he's decent. I think Bryce Young's decent. I know he's a little undersized, but he, he should be pretty good.
0: Yeah, I, I like Bryce Young. I think he's going to have I a don't good think year, and the playoffs, then but. no, I think he'll be decent. I mean, for a rookie quarterback, you don't really expect too much from them. Uh, as for CJ Stroud, I think he's going to be better than what you know his situation. You know, you would you think would be in that situation. You, you would have
1: taken know? him over Bryce Young
0: in the draft. I would have. Yep, I would take Stroud, Stroud. I think Young's better. I think Stroud's better. I think Stroud at the end of the season, which I've. Been trying to phrase it. And I haven't been able to phrase it great here for the last thirty seconds. I think when you look at his season this year, you'll say, "Okay, he exceeded expectations," and you'd expect with what he was playing with. I'm so, going
1: long game on it because end of Mac Jones. Okay, long game. Yeah, year, I'm still taking strong. End of Mac Jones rookie year. People were saying, "Oh my gosh, best rookie quarterback. He's better than Trevor Lawrence." I did not think that even after watching Lawrence play on that horrible team. I mean, they hit the fire. He had. He was dealt a bad hand. I Who mean, was the yeah. coach there?
0: Urban Meyer. Oh my goodness.
1: Urban Meyer was his, was his coach. Turnstile offensive line. Urban Meyer, like no weapons, drama. I mean, you I mean, couldn't James put Robinson. That was it. You get the golden, you know, golden quarterback, boy, yeah. greatest prospect maybe the ever as a quarterback. Yep, yep. And you give him that awful situation, and now look at him. I mean, we He's got great. him top five. So
0: competency at wide receiver and head coach, and you know, obviously yeah. offensive line. It's help. It helps everybody. It he adds in a guy with like Christian Kirk. That obviously helped him. And then you add in a guy like Doug Peterson last year. That helps. And now he's adding in Calvin Ridley. Maybe even a little bit more help on the offensive line, hopefully. We'll see how that goes. I don't,
1: I don't think Mac Jones is sniffing top five, and we already have Lawrence up there. So that tells you the, different, this, oh, yeah. There's the a disparity in big talent. Step
0: yeah, big step up. Yeah, 100%. Big step up. So this is your 21 through 32. I'll give mine really quick. I got Kenny Pickett at 21. Brock Purdy at 22. Once again, good quarterback. Uh, I just think the situation he was handed definitely helps him out a lot more. Uh then, you know, if he stepped in and was playing for, let's say, Arizona this upcoming season, I don't know, just an example. It's like a Kyler Murray at 23. I'm uh, not a big Kyler guy. I actually liked him actually one point, maybe a couple 30, seasons so. ago. Uh, he's going to maybe miss the start of the season with that ACL injury, so he's still going to be, uh, you know, recovering probably even midway through the season. I have a 23. I'm as not high on him, as, especially with the contract he was given. I'm not as high on him as most probably would be. Um, I probably would have could have him lower than 23. but I am not 30.
1: I mean, he's another little guy. Anytime he gets hit, he's out. He has to roll out to throw. I mean, he has a howitzer, but I and I don't love his attitude either. I, I don't know too much drama about the contract. The coach is gone. He's, yeah, I he honestly not a franchise quarterback for me. I don't think he's a franchise
0: team. quarterback either. Yeah, I would agree with you. He's not a franchise quarterback. I would take Daniel Jones over him. Still, I honestly think the backup. He
1: would be a decent backup if you throw him in there. You know, surprise a team. But yeah, I don't think he's leading a team. To a Super an Bowl, NFL no. season and going on a playoff run. Here's after. the thing with
0: the Kyler Murray situation. It's the same thing with the 6'5 quarterback or 6'6 quarterback Justin Herbert, Josh Allen. It's the same thing. Everyone's trying to get the next Lamar Jackson, a mobile quarterback that can move, this even though Kyler's yeah. smaller. Everybody's attracted to the mobile quarterback that can move, make plays with their legs, help you out in the open field, get a lot of rushing yards. Jalen Hurts even as well, similar quarterback there to Kyler Murray. People are all looking for that next I mean, quarterback. Richardson. So Kyler, everyone <laughs> kind of... Like Richardson, legs, like. everybody just latches onto those guys. That's I'm the right. problem. Right. I'd, you know rather, what I mean? I'd
1: rather have a passing quarterback because even Mahomes, he runs when necessary. He's much more yeah. pass. He's not even that fast. You're right. He you waddles around. Run. Like it helps. You though. need the quarterback who can drop back and pass. Tom Brady. These guys. Have long careers. They win. They win repeatedly. Yeah, you know, if they are a guy to run around more. to win games, they stay healthy. You more. can do that for a season, but you can't do that year after year after year. Have a career? No. Like, look at the running backs. If a running back has an exceptional year, it's really difficult to follow it up the next year the same way. Like 100.
0: Yeah, it's just tough it's on wear a tear. It's yeah. tough on the body. To wear a tear. It, Uh, So Kyler Murray at 23 for me. I do not see him as a franchise quarterback either. I would agree with you on that one. I think he's overpaid. I think he's overrated as well. But when I did this list, I had him following 23. 24, Desmond Ritter. I think when you look at that Desmond Ritter situation now in Atlanta, I know you're going with Heineke. I think now he obviously has... A great running back at Bijan Robinson. Bijan's going to be great. That's going to help him out heavily in the pass game as well. Obviously, as well, opening up holes. When you have a guy like Bijan Robinson that can run up the middle, it's definitely going to help. And you obviously, in your pass game, the defense has to, you know, keep tabs on Robinson at all times. Also have Drake London. I think he takes a step up this year. Maybe Kyle Pitts. Plays better than he did last year. That would help I do, I do like that
1: he got to develop on the bench a little bit. So Riddick could yeah. surprise. I would hope. I, I would said hope. If, he, if he was a starter, I had him ranked 25th.
0: And I think Atlanta wins the division. So that's why I have Desmond Riddick being okay, 24. So, yeah. uh, I Mac Jones at 25. I got Sam oh, Hall at 26. Uh, I think Sam Hall is going surprise, to surprise people this year. I think when you look at that system there, Dotson, McLaurin, Brian Robinson, Gibson—that obviously gonna score some points. I like Sam Howell. We obviously saw him play, uh, you know, on TV against same. BC a few times. Uh, I think they beat BC as well uh, in that 2020 yeah, season. Okay. Uh, I was at BC. Obviously, we couldn't go to the game, unfortunately, but uh, he's a good quarterback, though. I think he'll be a guy that could surprise some people. Maybe not a franchise, you know, Super Bowl winning quarterback. I think he's gonna be a respectable, uh, you know, quarterback this upcoming yeah. season.
1: I think if Sam Howell was on the Pats, you would be talking about him just the same way people talk about Mac Jones. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think right they're, way to they're put a point. very similar style.
0: Yeah, similar Look, quarterbacks. Old
1: quarterback, yeah. Yeah, I think Hall probably Mac, has a Mac, better arm though.
0: Hall's got a better arm. Yeah, though. but
1: Mac Mac may be the better decision maker in the pocket, probably with the ball. Maybe, I'd agree, yeah. maybe
0: even pre-snap. Probably more poise in the pocket. But yeah, I think, think how has got a better arm. Hall's got has got a cannon. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's got a good arm. Uh, Twenty. I do agree with you there though. Twenty-seven. I got Bryce Young. Twenty-eight. I got Russell Wilson. Like you said, just with how he performed last 20, year, exactly. Yeah. You can't put him high. I. Think he will be better this year? Obviously with Payton. He's Pay. on the decline. And though he's it's on the decline. Time. I thought he was on decline heading into last year. Should I read back to our you know uh review last year of our quarterbacks when the season you, began. You. I Daniel Jones ahead of him last year. I
1: mean he's built like a fullback, but he was another guy ran around a lot and he was the most sacked quarterback for many many years. He like, was. He's had some wear and tear. He
0: he has. Uh, what
1: do you uh, have this past year? The, the finger thing or the knee? Like, he
0: had, you know? he's had his fair share of injuries. Yeah. Uh finger thing was the thing in Seattle. Yeah. He had. Um, twenty-eight. I got Russell Wilson. Like I said, twenty-nine. Ryan Tannehill. I think Malik Willis steps in at some point there, mid-season, uh, and takes over. They also have Will Levis as well. I mean, that's kind of a stacked quarterback room. Uh, although is, Ryan Tannehill has been st- a great veteran. Stacked meaning three quarterbacks that you know do get buzzed to potentially play at some point. I, I mean, I, Tannehill yeah. will start. There's obviously buzz there between uh, Levis and Willis. Who's going to be the guy that were to step in next? These guys are. Again, I think Levis gets the st- the, st-
1: These guys are both like all right. Levis, not stacked Levis is meaning talent. Six-six guy too. Like. 6'6 six, six.
0: has a great arm, and yeah, that's yeah. the reason. Yeah, the a million dollar love. arm,
1: 10 cent head, right?
0: Like, he, people fall in love with that though, because that's just the way the NFL is trending stacked, just like the wide receivers. Everybody wants the next Tyreek Hill guy that's a 5'8, five, 5'9 five, wide receiver that can run, you know, 4'3s, four 4'4s four yeah. and can help you yeah. in the open field with you guys. That's on, what's just everybody's going three, towards potential
1: buzz. Taekwondo, <laughs> yeah, that's, all, that's run, exactly run, it. Runs a 4'3. Let's get him.
0: I mean, that's exactly it. Uh, that's the problem. Go no on. one's watching the eye test like us watching games anymore. Seriously. Just see so guys that can run some Ridiculous. good routes, make some plays against some you know good I teams. Mean, you
1: have to be able to catch the ball get oh, yeah. tackled and get back up and take the next snap not just you're right it's not a track and field like these guys are hitting each
0: other <laughs> you're right it's the nfl uh so 29 i got ryan Tannehill, very respected uh quarterback though in the nfl obviously over his career being a veteran now uh 30 i get jordan love jordan Love, i do have lower than i should honestly like you said uh,
1: you're liking my argument yeah
0: i would <laughs> say i'd put him yeah if i change this maybe around put him up a couple spots i put him ahead of russell wilson for sure i'd put jordan love at 28 uh, if I were to change this. He's also got a – it's a weak division. I'd, I think I'd switch him. I'd I would, I I would switch. Where do you have him?
1: I got Love 25. at 25. Okay. The- I would
0: put him at like 27, 28 maybe if I were to switch this around a little. I what? think he could be a little bit higher. 30 is probably a little too harsh. Maybe just because I'm thinking about the situation. I mean, it's still get, not a great got situation. Stroud
1: up there at 17, so, I mean, you had to move somebody down. Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> you got to have all takes in there. Uh, I think when you look at the situation, though, Christian Watson's going to help him out. Obviously, wide receiver. And then yeah, still Dobbs, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. Yeah. Good, good run game. Decent little line. Decent line. Still a good offensive system there with LeFleur. I think, yeah. I think I put him a little bit Lion, higher. I right. would put him a little higher. Uh, Baker Mayfield at thirty-one for me does have some weapons there in Godwin and Evans. I, yeah, I think
1: he's got a decent little. He's got a decent little setup down there. He's
0: just never performed in his career though in well, big th- situations. But these I don't guys, know.
1: They, so him and James Winston, I think comparable players. Right? Top picks that just and, and when, Winston was, when Winston was on the pucks, people were like, well. I mean, look at his touchdowns. 30 touchdowns, 30 picks, right? Something like that? Yeah, yeah. I think Baker could be, yeah. he, he could repeat something like that down there.
0: I don't know, dude. I'm not that he really does high have a on gun him. When he does he have a, a good arm. He just has never really put it all together, though, in the NFL. He hasn't. Whether it was last year in Carolina or the Rams, even with the Browns, I mean, he just hasn't really put it all together. And that was a guy people had high expectations for. So I never really bought into the big hype as most. I don't think you did either. I don't think either one of us really ever no, bought into no. the hype.
1: I mean, I got him at 22.
0: Yeah. I think. Neither one of us really butt into the big hype really ever, though, That's my point, right? I don't think we ever didn't, even in college. Uh, I thought he was I mean, he's great arm. He, he's moved electric around. quarterback in college at the he's moved, arm. But
1: they the Browns moved often for Watson. He goes to To Carolina, McDonald
0: competes there. So the Rams then to the Rams to I mean, the Rams end of last season he's and now, now bouncing now around. Fourth yeah. team. Uh and now at 32, to round it out, I get Anthony Richardson. I think the similar situation here, like we were talking about just people falling in love with that mobile quarterback. I think the same thing goes here with Anthony Richardson. I don't really have the highest expectations for him this year. I think the Colts are gonna think, struggle. Do you
1: think he plays starts all game all the games? I don't.
0: I don't. I think I think, I think they, developing him probably would have been yeah. the better idea. Maybe, maybe sit him for a few games. Maybe few let, games. Him My let him sit. Let him sit and you know watch some film. Cause his thing when you're watching preseason film, it's not the same. When you let's say they were to start God to, to stop the season. When you're looking at okay, God to Minshew. Here he is against you know Minshew's one, another, two, three, like, four opponents. somewhat
1: of a <laughs> yeah, like a, a Heineke's journeyman quarterback. That
0: yeah, a gamer.
1: Gamer, I like that. A
0: gamer. I think gamer. you're gonna
1: see Minshew. If and what inevitably he's gonna have to get in there. This guy's gonna get hit. He's gonna have to sit a couple plays out. They're gonna be getting killed. Whatever. Yeah. He's gonna get in some games, and the offense is gonna look better with him. Yeah. And then he's gonna take over and start, and and then it's gonna be drama. And you don't need to do that. To Richardson right out of the gate.
0: Especially when that team's not going to be good. That team's going to really so, struggle. I think the Colts will be the worst in the NFL Exactly. This year.
1: If the team's not going to be good with Joe Montana, like just, you don't need to rush the kid in there.
0: I think they'll be the second worst team. I think the Cardinals are going to really be bad, but I'd yeah, say the Colts. He could be right. But that's the thing, though. I think I would have sat, um, even for four games, let's say, where you can say, okay, here's Garden Mitchell playing these NFL teams weeks one through four. Watch some film. This is us watching live film, teams adjusting mid game. It's really hard just to throw them in their week one and just say, go. Oh, Especially go when hit a 53% completion percentage last year at Florida. Let me get his stats open here from, from his Florida days, which I, I haven't mean, Nobody in.
1: hardly knew about him until he's at the combine. He's, you know... Yeah, in Run college, in a yeah. lot of
0: Giants fans wanted him in the draft, so I knew about him just because everybody was buying into the hype of, you know, before D'Andre Jones going to step up last year, everyone was saying, okay, we're going to have a top pick they in the 2023 the draft. Too. Yeah, <laughs> everybody wanted Anthony Richardson. That was a Giants fan on Twitter and ends up going in you know, fourth overall. But his last year at Florida, 2,500 passing yards. Really only started one season. 53% yeah, completion. Yeah,
1: That's 53% percent, horrendous. Percentage,
0: 17 touchdowns, 9 picks. 97 rushes for 713 yards and nine rushing touchdowns. So combined between passing and rushing, 26 touchdowns and 2,500 passing yards. That's Give really me Malik nice. Cunningham. Get Malik <laughs> Cunningham is my boy in college. I'm a big Malik guy. Malik. Uh, but I'm not as high on Anthony Richardson. I just think that situation's not great. Does have a top running back in Jonathan Taylor. We'll see what happens there. Oh, he's g- he might be gone. No. Hopefully Miami. That would be a great landing yeah, like spot for him. Too, kind of. uh, and then Michael Pittman you know, is wide receiver one. But uh, Pierce, it's not really a great no, situation. Pierce. Yeah, Pierce 2 Good over the middle. Yeah, you're right. He's good over the middle. Uh, so there's, there's our one through 32. So now we'll talk lightly, backup quarterbacks. Just we'll run yeah, through yeah, them really just, quick, uh, where we'd have guys sh- standing. Yeah, maybe
1: just shine a light on a couple yeah. guys that you like. We'll just go quick, yeah. yeah. Uh, you want to start off?
0: You can give them. I mean, you, I you, talked you, a little bit. I like Zappy. I, I would put
1: Zappy at 17th if he was starting. Yep. Um, I have Mike White. I would put him in the same ballpark around 17th if he was starting. Uh, although he hasn't been able to hold up. What else? I mean, has had some electric Most of these movies. other guys, I would say, if they were to start, are probably 28th or worse.
0: Yeah. You can run through them. I'm going to run through mine really quick. Yeah, so you right, can just run through them. See. Just say you've got, you got this Ritter, guy. Ritter, this
1: 25. Um, Skylar Thompson, 26. Maybe, okay. Maybe inch him up. I mean, he did. Skylar Thompson's got a right solid, down. dude. Jameis Winston, 24. Zach Wilson, 30th. Sam Donald, 27th. Andy Dalton, I think he would be at 26. Tyrod Taylor, 28. mm um, this is where they would rank out of the 32. If know? they were so to be starting, yes. If they were punching. And this is where this we list. think they'd be at
0: the end of the year maybe if they started the full season. Yeah, yeah exactly. Trey Lance,
1: 32. Colt McCoy, 30. Davis Mills, 27. Um, Stetson Bennett, 26. Jacoby Brissett, 29. Uh, Will Levis, 32. Okay. Um,
0: Malik Willis, 29.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, most of these guys are... Their backups are a reason.
0: Yeah. I, think. I would agree with the Will Levis situation being thirty two. Um I'd say Sam is the best backup quarterback. I would have him at fourteen if he were to be astounded. I think Sam Donald, that if he is, was at San Francisco forty nine assistants.
1: Ridiculously high.
0: In that San Francisco 49er system, you give him an offensive line which he's never had. You that give him an offensive lot. coordinator he's never Jake had, and high. you give him an offensive system he's never had, and you give him a good team all around him with great weapons. That's something Sam Donald's never. This had. Isn't and true because he's not stability. <laughs> and stability. He's never had stability. Carolina none. Stability. And the same thing with the Jets. Now we'd have an offensive line in San Francisco, a good run game, a really good pass game, great weapons. Kyle Shannon is a head coach, which is a step up from what he's had over his whole career, and a good team overall. That would be great in a winning culture as well. I think Donald of him at fourteen. It might be a hot take to some. He might never even starting again for the Niners. Who knows if Brock Purdy ends up being the quarterback? You think he's going to be? He'll probably never start for so game. So here's what I to uh,
1: but... at fourteen. I would say a lot of the same things. QB friendly system, but
0: Tua is much better than. Okay, so at, at fourteen Sam on my list is Matt Stafford. So I would maybe all right, maybe fourteen. I mean, 15. Stafford
1: is now a Super Bowl champion, and prior to that, I mean, he was you know number one pick, breaking a lot of records, big arm. I mean, he's.
0: Okay, if you right, let's say this, if you look at my fourteen through eighteen, I got Stafford, Garoppolo, Carr, Stroud, Smith. Let's add him right after Smith. at him eighteen and nineteen. Would that be better if I had done it at nineteen? I guess it make a little more sense to some, but I I think he could be right up yeah, there. Though. I mean, maybe nineteen maybe. makes more sense over Deshaun Watson and Justin Fields. I think he'd, I'd take him over those guys after yeah, I mean, the second season that's if kind he of were I... Boeing
1: pegged zappy mac jones like that caliber of guy so okay
0: so maybe okay. 18 19 maybe 14 was high which i had him. i think 14 okay. is high. 14 you're i have Look off. at off look at my notes here i had at 18 at first and then i put him at 14 okay so 18 is where i had him originally this was a different list that i had i didn't update it fully completely yeah, down here so yeah. 18 i had him. Tuck that at. back away uh so donald 14 i said Maybe even 18, like we said. We just went backwards slightly. Zach Wilson, 24-ish. I believe in him being a starter again one day. I know you're not a big Zach Wilson guy. Has the arm talent. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be a huge help in his success in being a quarterback one day in the NFL again. I think he's going to get out of the start. You know, at some point, whether it's with the Jets or elsewhere, whether Rodgers is still there, whether Rodgers leaves. If Rodgers is still there, Rodgers is the quarterback. But when Rodgers leaves, maybe he ends up being the quarterback for the Jets again. I think he's going to get one more go-around as a starter. Jacoby Brissett, serviceable backup quarterback. I'd put him at 27. Tyra Taylor, 24. Andy Dalton at 27, Jameis Winston at 24, Teddy Bridgewater at 29, Tyler Huntley at 28, Skylar Thompson at 24. I like him, like you said. I think both of mm-hmm. us uh, do like Skylar Thompson. Trevor Simeon at 28. I've always liked Trevor Simeon. I think he's a very respectable uh, backup quarterback. Mike White, 29. Honestly, probably a little, too low. A too I, right? 25. <laughs> I mean, All right, I'll change it. 25. We've
1: seen him win some games. We've
0: I mean, seen him ball, too. I mean, he's had some yeah. iconic moments. I'll put him at 25. Uh, Davis Mills, 28. That's kind of too low to some degree, too. I think Davis Mills may be at 26. I like Davis
1: Mills, too. I, I think he 26-ish. might win some games in the, this year.
0: Yeah, I think he might, too, if Stroud were to get hurt or maybe Stroud is tough stretch, which yeah. I would hope not. But if Stroud does go down, I mean, it's what you do. If a backup quarterback struggles, maybe let him sit back I mean, a second. Take a back horrendous. And the
1: team is like not anywhere know, near where they need to be one in ten year, yeah. you might consider sitting him down
0: yeah not to get him hurt davis mills i know me and you big fan of him going into last season uh, i do like davis mills uh drew lock 28 that's probably too. that's probably high in some people's eyes. i think drew lock has the on talent i think drew lock would be i didn't put uh, Minshew, did i uh minchu i just kind of listed now when we just mentioned it because i was just thinking about uh anthony richardson uh not many people probably have drew lock probably above 30 28 i don't know it's not really that high anyways god to Minshew, 27 to 28 ish range clayton I, tune of arizona i think i would put minchu
1: around 20 minchu at 20 i, I think minchu heineke are very comparable okay i would
0: say i like heineke more so
1: maybe i have to put him at 21
0: let me see where i'd have gone i don't know like 26 ish 25 range maybe like mac jones sam howell range somewhere the desmond ritter range 24 maybe Somewhere around there, maybe, Man, I guess highest. some
1: experience. He's won some games, I mean.
0: He has. No, he's he's yeah. made some big plays, too, over his career. Uh, and obviously brought some, you know, bright you know, uh, light then, there then to Jets the when they didn't so turn Yeah, it's a tough situation. I mean, he was on
1: the Jaguars before. I mean, it's pretty yeah, he,
0: much the both Colts. Both tough <laughs> situations, yeah. Both rebuilding franchises when he's there. Uh, Clayton Tune of Arizona. Uh, a quarterback coming in as a rookie. I really like him a lot. I would have him around, I said 28 originally. I'd probably put him around 26. I think he's a really good quarterback. Aww. And I don't think Kyler no, Murray really. is a franchise quarterback. So I don't know if they're going to move off from Kyler Murray ever, which maybe he'll call you know, and say he wants to be you know, traded at some point. But Clayton, I think, could be a good project of a quarterback there for Arizona. They'd love to we'll trade see. him
1: to the Oakland A's, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: He'd be getting his payday there too. Yeah, right. uh, Bailey Zappi, I had him at 32 here. But I That's know you're a big Zappy guy. He's won games. He's I mean, won some games. He's won some. He's won some, in some NFL, games. Like. I've sli- I slightly, you're not winning anything. I slightly put him at 32 though, just because just I just, want a reaction, yeah. just to put your reaction that's there, That's ridiculous. just to see your reaction. Uh, I don't know. I'd probably put him in like the 27, 28, okay. 29 yeah, range. Yeah, that's that's 27, 28, 29. Really range. I wanted I want to see reaction though. I needed to see that. 32 is way too low. Uh, Stetson Bennett. I mean, he 32. Threw
1: 300. Yeah, like he's
0: no, he's <laughs> he's, made up plays. I I s- he's in a place. I think he's in the similar range of the 27, 28, like the Tywa Huntley, Davis Mills, you know, Trevor Simeon, all that. Sh- I think yeah, he's similar in that. Andy Dalton, Jacoby Brissett, even Tyron Taylor at 24, but uh, similar situations there. Yeah. Tyrod Taylor of these back quarterbacks, he's one of the better situations. Same thing with Sam Donald, yeah. obviously. Same thing with Tyrell Huntley; they're obviously in better situations. And you know, some guys like I don't know, Davis Mills in Houston, or Clayton Toon in Arizona, or you know, Bailey Zappi even with the Patriots. I mean, some of these guys I listed above here have better situations. Yeah. Tyrod Taylor is a good situation with the Giants. You know what I mean? A running system. I mean, Zappi's, Zappi's Zappi situation line.
1: has most likely improved compared to last yeah. year. Yeah, no, he, that's that's a point. He's yeah. putting up three hundred yard games. Right. Touchdown. That's what
0: I'm saying. So he's in a similar situation with some of these other guys. So I'd say 28, uh, and then Stetson Bennett 32. Although I, I, like, I like Stetson Bennett. I know me yeah, and maybe both 31. like Stetson yeah. Bennett. Yeah. a little
1: better than Richardson.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd, put, I'd put him. <laughs> <laughs> i put him to put up some stats. You know, with, yeah, I mean, with hey, Cooper hey, Cooper.
1: back to back national championships in college, never been done before in the playoff <laughs> era.
0: I'd put him in. I'd put him in there with. Uh, like the thirty-one, thirty-two. I range. think
1: he's also the same style as like a Heineke Minshew, yeah, like a gamer, run around a little bit. Gamer, gamer. actually, he's got wheels. That's his
0: own category, not even a number. It's just yeah. gamer category. Taylor Heineke, maybe I fall in love with that God style of guy. <laughs> that's your type it's, of guy. It's yeah.
1: entertainment. At the, it I like that style of guy. So you got he's competing. That's out in there.
0: Bennett Bailey Zappy, Taylor Heineke, God of Minshew, yeah. Mike White, Mike White, uh, and then the other guy we just named. Uh, Oh boy, Skyway Thompson. All very similar quarterbacks. Just go in and they just ball when they get the chance. All backup quarterbacks no one has any expectations for, and they go in and make plays. You know? So I I mean, if they were built
1: like Josh Allen, they would be Josh Allen. Exactly. I think he's got that a little bit of that style.
0: I would agree with you there. Uh, And then Trey Lance. I I don't know. Probably. 30, what is <laughs> 30, 29, 30, 31 He, he might not
1: belong in the league. He might be a Nikhil <laughs> He's not, like, no. not
0: going to play now behind Dak. deck. So yeah. I'd put him like 31, 32 range. Uh, Trey went to be starting. You
1: know what, though? I'll, I'll say this. In this he play- doesn't run, I'll no. give
0: him a chance at some point. Would you I mean, say this the other day? Yes. There,
1: you you know? give him more of a chance than most people would. I think they moved off him way too quick. Yeah. What the heck? I mean, you him? All th- those picks.
0: Three firsts it's and a third.
1: And you trade him away at his, you know, the trough of value like – yeah, all the worst news just coming out. He's third off. on the depth chart. He's coming off injury. Like just you're trading it him back. at his lowest low. Buy, buy high, sell low. Yeah, the San Fran
0: way. Apparently. I would agree with you. Uh, that's just the way it goes. But they got Donald there too. Bad. I like Donald situation. Uh, one last thing. We're going to do this really quick. Uh, speed round here. Most overrated quarterback, most underrated quarterback. I said most yeah. overrated being Josh Allen. I didn't do mine, yeah. Uh, who would you say? I know Kyler Murray is obviously one that's very overrated in the NFL in today's day. Most I know overrated. You've never a, been a big. Kyla uh, you know, guy.
1: I, I think Rodgers. Rodgers? easy to say okay. most overrated for me. Because I think overrated different ways. I got to my top 10. Different ways.
0: Like I think Josh Allen, most people have a top three. I have him at eight. Josh, uh, Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. most people have a top five. You have him at 11. I mean, so I, I overrated I, would, when most people see them. The I, most odd I I take that. would
1: be to say that Mahomes is overrated.
0: He ain't. He and, isn't. And he think, isn't. I know he's the best, but I think the he's the best, but still can be slightly
1: overrated. I, think, I still don't see it. But he, I know what you, people I, think he's Tom Brady. I don't know. He's not okay. there yet. I get I think what he's
0: saying to some degree. The top, top tier has dropped. I don't think off he's overrated, since,
1: but yeah, he's great. He's great.
0: But it, when he does make a play, though, ESPN's all it. Is Rogers? Right?
1: My answer is Rogers. He's okay. really the most overrated. I think Mahomes is so much better than Rogers. Okay. I think I get you. there career better. Everything's better. I got Three Super Bowls. Rogers hasn't even sniffed the second appearance. I get you there. Uh, and then most underrated, mine's Jared Goff.
0: Dander Jones, Jared Goff. I think
1: I think Heineke for me. Maybe I got Heineke? Purdy up there, but I think
0: Heineke. Heineke, okay. I respect if if it. he doesn't
1: count as a starter, I guess Purdy. Okay, I, I think Purdy's pretty good. I think Although one guy. People people are hyping him now.
0: Yeah, maybe not. One guy people start to hype is Kenny Pickett. He's kind of he's underrated still right now. But five series in the playoffs in in uh, not playoffs in the preseason, the Steelers scored five touchdowns in those five mm. series. 13 of 15 passing, 199 yards, two touchdowns. He's a guy that's underrated right now. Uh, and still is going to be underrated probably even midway through the season. But he's a guy that could definitely uh, surprise people, uh, especially with where people stand with him right now. I have him at 22 or 21. 21, thank you. But mm-hmm. I think he's a guy that's an underrated pick there. Uh, not most underrated. I think he's an underrated guy of that you know lower echelon of guys yeah. that I mentioned. Because I think the most underrated of my top guys, Jared Goff, Daniel Jones. I think those are the two there. But I think Pickett is a guy that's here to keep your eye on to be an underrated pick, yeah, to a mean, step up. Here's the thing:
1: quarterbacks get talked about so much in this day and age that it's like, are any of these guys underrated? I'm trying to think of someone who doesn't get talked about.
0: You're right. I mean, Heineke it's is like, kind like, of a guy. I guess Heineke, I mean, where to start? Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I respect that. Um, I mean, even a guy like Kirk Cousins, you could have said back in the day he was underrated, but he's like... Even going like, into last year... Now he's, he's on Netflix, yeah. and everything. it's like insane. These guys just get
0: so much spotlight. They do. Uh, now, one last thing. Who takes the biggest step up, biggest step down? I'll do my quick. I think the biggest step, step up, Trevor Lawrence. I think he's going to get him the conversation mm-hmm. this year with being the best in the NFL with Trevor uh, with Joe Burrow yeah. and Patrick Mahomes.
1: I'm on board with that. That's my pick, too. I think okay. Lawrence, big step up.
0: Okay, and then step down, Geno Smith... Is my step down I don't think he repeats his, he repeats his success from last year uh, And that's not a crazy step down I'm not saying like, he's going to you know, throw 15 touchdowns this year But I think where he was last year Throwing 30 touchdowns And having a 70% completion percentage I don't think he does that this year And I don't think he gets them you know, back to the playoffs Because they were a playoff team last year, correct? I,
1: I don't
0: think he gets them back there this year Step
1: down Step down Well, I don't think the Chiefs are one of the Super Bowl, So can I say Mahomes step down? No, that's, that's <laughs> a tough one yeah. That's, that's a tough, tough. one. No, it's a, he's still going to be great. He's going to be great.
0: Uh, hmm. I'm going to go with, with Gino there. But with that being said, though, still think, you know, still is a good year. I just don't think he's going to be repeating success. I think he throws 20, 20 to 22, 23 touchdowns this year rather than, you know, 30 like last year. I don't know. Biggest regression. I guess Gino's is kind of easy picking. Gino's a good one to pick. Brock Purdy, I think he even takes a slight Purdy. regression. And not being a crazy regression, I still think the Niners are going to be a top team in the NFL. I just don't think he's going to be, you know, completely always making the right decision, always every single play. Which I, it's kind of easy to do yeah. that on that system. I well, think he takes. How many, how many touchdowns did Cousins throw last year? Let me look here. I got Minnesota. Cousins threw twenty nine touchdowns, fourteen picks, forty five hundred passing yards. Uh, now he adds in Jordan Addison as well to that offense. I'd say Cousins.
1: Okay, that's my pick. Cousins. Okay, I think regression. I think paper tiger.
0: Okay, I respect that. All right. We'll see how it goes, uh, but hey, Mike, that will conclude this episode. Uh, I know we did have, you know, one more thing we want to mention in here. We did have a fan throw-in um, picks, which I'm just going to list them really quick. We don't even have time to, to to break it down. We got Mahomes at one, Allen at two, Burrow at three, Cousins at four, two at five, Jalen Hurts at six, Lamar Jackson at seven, Dak at eight, Lamar at nine, uh, Trevor Lawrence at nine. Excuse me, and then Brock Purdy at ten. Right. Uh, I actually the one two three solid. It just I like the two of five. Brock Purdy at ten though. Not as high on Brock Purdy as, as that, uh, unfortunately. But Trevor Lawrence yeah. got to be higher in that list in my eyes. Than I'm
1: and uh, you know, this list is a bunch of playoff guys. I like it.
0: All right. Respect <laughs> it. Uh, anyways, and I do like two to make a step up this year. So to two at five, we'll see. I think the Dolphins win that division. So uh, anyways, Mike, thank you so much. Oh, always a pleasure. Going to have you on again in another episode to do uh, division, division rankings yeah. uh, this upcoming week and, you know, win-loss team you know, predictions. predictions. Exactly, team yeah. predictions. So yeah. thank you, Mike. Always a pleasure. Sports guru, Mike Hurley. Here he is. Always a pleasure. It's good. Good little talk. Thank you, Mike. Much appreciated. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you for listening. Let me know your thoughts, whether or not you agree with our takes or whatnot. As I said, we did this basically thinking where these quarterbacks are going to be at the end of the season. So there's going to be a lot of hot takes, especially if you see where I have Daniel Jones right now. I have Daniel Jones as the fifth best quarterback in the NFL at the end of this upcoming season. These are hot takes just to see where we think guys are going to progress by the end of this upcoming season. And when I did these rankings, same thing with Mike. What I really like to look at is their situation. So offensive line, offensive system, their weapons, who they have at wide receiver, running back. I take all that into account. I take into account how they performed last year and the past couple seasons overall. And then I take into account whether or not I think they're going to take a step up. Whether or not that's because they have a better wide receiver or they were progressing last year, making better decisions, just like Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones. Increased his completion percentage each of the last four seasons. So each year in the NFL, he's gotten better and better completion percentage-wise. 62%, 62 62.5%, 64.3%, and then 66.7% last season, which was ninth best in the NFL. Got better each and every year with that. And then also had the lowest interception rate in the NFL last season. And now I see him adding in even more speed threats with Paris Campbell Jalen Hyatt, hopefully Wanda Robinson's fully healthy for this upcoming season. Cole Beasley will be a great security blanket for Daniel Jones. Hopefully he makes the roster. And then you also add in the fact that Daniel Jones was actually one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL last season on pass attempts that were 20-plus yards downfield. Second highest rating in the NFL passer rating on passes that were 20-plus yards downfield. So I take all that into account situations, whether it's offensive line, the playbook, and the head coach, and then you also take in weapons, and you take into account where they were last year and how they performed, whether it's you know how they were doing passing-wise, rushing-wise, decision-making. We take that all into account when we do these rankings. So let us know what you think. And obviously, there's going to be some hot takes along the way. So not everyone's going to agree with everything we have in there, but we did it for fun. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. One thing we did notice in this episode, especially at the end, was Mike Hurley does have a type of quarterback. He's a fan of it. That's a gamer quarterback, the backup quarterback that nobody really expects anything out of. They step in, and they try to perform and make plays when nobody expects them to. And that includes guys. Guys like Stetson Bennett—he's a guy that's getting counted out already. That's a guy Mike liked a lot in college. That guy that you know had to move up all the way from the bottom of the depth chart to the top over his college career. Then won two national championships. Bailey Zappi, a backup quarterback for the Patriots, just stepped in and made some plays. Taylor Heineke's, another g- a good example of that, Mike White as well, Skyla Thompson, which I'm a big fan of, that category of players as well. And then the quarterback category that I'm a big fan of, and it's not just a quarterback category, it's just probably athletes in general, players that people give up on, and they like to slander them, whether it's Daniel Jones getting drafted too high or Daniel Jones' turnover mistakes, and everybody's saying it was an awful draft pick. I like the quarterback and the player that people typically like to count out, especially when I see some talent, and I see that situation not being their fault, like Daniel Jones in his first three years in the NFL before he got Brian Dable in his fourth year. I saw all that around Daniel Jones, and I said, okay, he has no competency at the head coach position, an incompetent front office, not a good offensive line, and not many great weapons besides Saquon Barkley. And I saw all that, and I said, Daniel Jones is going to get better. So I do typically like to find a player that everybody gives up on, that I see talent in, and I see an ability for them to get back and make strides and progress. So Daniel Jones fits in that category, and now everybody saw him do a lot of big things last season, lead the Giants to the playoffs and get a playoff win, actually, which was great. And there's some other players that fit into that category as well. I think Zach Wilson's the next one. A lot of people have given up on him, which, understandably so, he really did struggle with the Jets last season. But I think being a backup quarterback to Aaron Rodgers for a year or two could be great for his career. That's a guy I'm going to buy back into maybe to be a starter in the NFL again one day when he gets another opportunity. I'm rooting for him to do well. So that's the type of player that I'm a fan of, a player that everybody gives up on. Uh, and everybody just loves to slander in the so in the media, whether it's Daniel Jones, like I said, or a couple other players as well, like Zach Wilson, like Saquon Barkley, struggling a couple of years ago. People love to slander players, especially when they're not doing what a lot of people expected them to do, uh, and I usually stick with those guys when I think they have the talent and the ability to get back on track, and so Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, two examples of that. So that's one nice thing we noticed in this episode of all the guys Mike was a big fan of. We noticed he loves those game of quarterbacks, those guys that step in, the backup quarterbacks that exceed expectations, go out there, make plays, give it their all, and do play hard, and make it exciting whenever they step in the game, and then similar for me, as I said, Sam Donald, Zach Wilson... Daniel Jones. Donald, I think, could be a quarterback there to get himself back on track. That's a guy that everybody has given up on, especially over the last couple of years. No one's really ever really bought back into Sam Donald. But I think if he was starting in that San Francisco 49 system and you take into account everything that I mentioned already now in the end of this episode, which I came back on it just to recall this since I wanted to mention this, uh, you know, in, just to close out the episode a little bit better. When I look at Sam Donald, I look at a situation that's better, a situation that he's never had, an offensive line. The weapons now in San Francisco, a really good head coach, a good offensive playbook, so much competency around him that he's never had. And so that's why I'd buy back into the Sam Donalds conversation about him being a starting quarterback in the NFL. If he were to start, I think he could do big things in the NFL. I think he'd be getting himself back on track and gain more respect of people. So we'll see. That's the tale of three quarterbacks right there. One that everybody was against and nobody stayed with, except really very few, me and the sports wizard, Paul, did stay with Dander Jones. That's one quarterback that everybody doubted, went up against and slanted for three or four years. Then he got back on track last year and more people bought back into him. Then you have a quarterback right now with Sam Donald, who is a backup quarterback right now, everybody's kind of given up on. But if I think if he gets the opportunity, he can get himself back on track. And then you look at Zach Wilson there with the Jets. He's still a year or two away. He's gonna sit behind Aaron Rodgers. He's got a long road to get himself to get more respect in the NFL, but I think he could get himself back to being a starter in the NFL one day. I wouldn't give up on his talent just yet. I'm not sure how good he can be in the NFL. I do think he's the talent though, and maybe if he learns from Aaron Rodgers, he can get himself an NFL career after being a backup to Rodgers in the next couple of seasons. So we'll see what happens. Anyways, I will conclude this episode. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to this. As I said already, I wanted to come back on it just to close out this episode and obviously point out... The game of category, Mike's a big fan of. And they talk about the type of player that I'm a big fan of. The player that plays, you know, the chip on the show that everybody's up against always and isn't, you know, that big of a fan of the media. Players that I see talent in, but are underestimated or undervalued in the media. So, similar category there to Mike. The game of category and the underestimated category. Two types of players that are very similar in Summer Gods, and there's going to be some overlap, obviously, between those two. Like a guy... For instance, let's say Stetson Bennett, a guy that was underestimated, you know, at the start of his college career, wasn't really heavily recruited, goes to Georgia as a walk-on, ends up winning two national championships. He's not only a gamer, he was also the underestimated as well. And obviously a common fan to be a big fan of those players since it's fun to root for those guys to go out there and make plays and obviously make a career for themselves. Anyways, I will conclude this episode. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to this. As always, I appreciate it. And me and Mike will have an episode coming out later this week with our NFL standings predictions for each division in the NFL. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that, so stay tuned for that. Anyways, hope you guys have a great rest of your night. Take it easy, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you for listening.